0: Well, Steven, we're here. We're almost done with community. I didn't think we'd ever make it, but we made it. And I think, how about, just for old time's sake, we record
1: an uh, intro to the podcast just one more time. Let's do it, Zach. I think we can handle it. If you like what we do here, make sure you mosey on over to patreoncom podcast. For as little as five bucks a month, you too can feed a Zach and Steven in need, and you'll get access to all sorts of awesome content. Our weekly live pre-show that we do, You Can't pre Show. We've got some bonus podcasts on there. Days and days, just scads of content over there for you. Plus, maybe some new stuff coming soon. So make sure you put your ear to the ground, send us your bones, throw us at least a fiver, and see what it'll get you. Follow us on Twitter over at You Can't
0: Pod. It's very important because starting October 18th, we'll have the week-long poll that decides between the four shows we've chosen for our next full rewatch podcast. So follow us on Twitter, make sure you're a part of that poll, and tell us what show we should talk about next. If
1: you just can't get enough, watch those patties and come over and double tap us on Instagram over at Can't Disappoint Podcast. We're also on Facebook and YouTube under the whole name of the show, You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. All sorts of vids, things to like, subscribe, and and slap the bell to get notified. After we
0: finish the series finale of Community, we'll still be a weekly community podcast for the rest of 2022 as we conduct a series of community superlative podcasts where we'll be creating top five lists on several different community-related topics. Follow us on all our social
1: medias to see how you can be a part of those final podcast episodes. Speaking of five, if you think that we're both five-star men and this is a five-star show, make sure you leave a review wherever you review your podcasts, on Apple Music, on Yelp, on Spotify, on TripAdvisor. We're there. Just check us out. Everyone, it has been
0: an honor to do this Community Rewatch podcast for the past few years, and I hope you'll stick around with us as we wrap it up and move on to the next thing. Steven, what do you have to say as we move onward and upward?
1: Thanks for sticking with us as long as you have. We hope that you hitch your get-alongs to our pick-em-up and ride along with us into whatever the future holds. All right, and for
0: one of the last times, let's do it. Let's start the episode of "You Can't Disappoint a Podcast." Okay. Okay. Who has got eyes on Mima? This is Mima. Oh, <laughs> this is Mima. Okay, I feel like an idiot. I'm so so sorry. Uh, Garrett,
1: where's Aunt Polly? Okay, uh, I, now I don't feel as stupid
0: uh, because either someone here is lying or this family's a lot closer than we
1: thought.
2: Now, this is a man that knows how to marry his cousin.
0: Buddy, six seasons in a movie, six, six seasons, seasons in a movie, six seasons
1: and a movie. Whoa, 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 Well, I know there's six seasons, Zach, but yeah. is it true?
0: Yeah. Hashtag and also a movie. It's happening. It's happening. Holy it's shit. It's really actually happening. What the fuck? Holy shit. So there's a lot to talk about. This is news that quite literally changes everything. Uh, And we're going to get into all of it. Let's just get right into it. Hi, everybody. Welcome to You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. I'm Zach, and I'm the meatball
1: juice all over the plate of podcasting. (laughs) Nice. Uh, And this is me, Steven. I'm in your class. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So before we get into it, we have to start
0: off the program by shouting out. Are we going to shout at this time, or are we just going to shout out?
1: Our um, patrons. Can I announce them like they're attending a, a royal ball? Yeah, but do I still have to say who they are first? Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, everyone, we've got to shout out our ten dollar and up patrons over at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. The people that help us bring the show to you every single week. Those people are Danny M. Lugo. Lady Danny M Lugo. <laughs> I really wish you would have said Lady Danny M of Lugo. <laughs> <laughs> I can do it again. Yeah, let's get a clean read. Okay.
1: <clears throat> can you, can you, can you I still have up? to say it. You've yeah. already
0: forgotten your lover's name. <laughs> We've got Danny M. Lugo. Lady Danny M. of Lugo. We've got, of course, Mary Baker Bodisa.
1: Dame Duchess Mary Baker of can you Boudisa. Be a dame and a... <laughs> Boudisa.
0: Can you be a dame and a duchess? Yeah. We've got the one and only Brian Thurman. Lady Brian of Thurman. (laughs) We've got the one and only Plains Walker Prez.
1: Archbishop Plains Walker of the Praise.
0: How much did you spit while saying that, a bunch? (laughs) The pop filter's getting
1: its money's worth today. It's
0: soaked. It's dripping. (laughs) We've got – we're three minutes into the podcast and that pop filter (laughs) – is unusable <laughs> we've got emmy Azrael.
1: lady emmy as Ryan.
0: as rail as the two men that stand before you <laughs> and last but not least we've got the one and only brendan fulkemer reverend brendan fulken I know that Tim Tam – I feel like now uh, uh, Brendan has picked up Tim Tam's tab of owing us beer. So, Brendan, if you could please (laughs) send us alcohol.
1: Yeah, but you got to make it. You got to make
0: it. If you're not already a home brewer, (laughs) sorry you are now. It's time to learn.
1: Time Uh, to spend $4,000 on the set you need to make your own (laughs) alcohol at home. Uh. <laughs> and
0: that's all the patrons. If you like what we do here, you want to support us, patreon.com slash Podcast. We've got to talk about the true lady of the hour, the, the person who is just, I'm sure, rejoicing, the rejoiciest rejoice of all time. The fine people, our community father, at communities on Twitter, is just over the moon, I'm sure.
1: His Royal Highness... The mother of dragons and father of time, Matthew from Compunies.
0: I wish we could get our daddy as hard as the community
1: announcement could. Oh, my God. I I wish I could have seen, like, a video, like, live reaction of him seeing that tweet <laughs> a millisecond after it was released. <laughs> That'd be really funny. I guess he was in business
0: meetings while it was happening. And you know that he just, like... <laughs> i don't know started he like uh, i just imagine
1: that like his job is like a museum historian so i don't <laughs> or like a history teacher i think he is a teacher or was a teacher that doesn't uh, matter he was, he was he was let go after a couple of his students said that he was their daddy <laughs>
0: <laughs> we really probably should have stopped showing up yeah <laughs> Well look, communities this moment, I know that communities spends a lot of time giving the credit to the fans. I think we've got to give a decent amount of credit that the movie is happening to the way that communities have organized the fans. In the
1: black community we call this giving him his flowers. Yes. Let's
0: we yeah. Yeah, in the white community we only give flowers when someone's dead or we've cheated. <laughs> So, communities, congrats. I know you're just as excited as we are about this truly crazy, changing everything information. And I think with that, we need to talk about it. Steven, uh, Friday, today's Monday, Friday, mm-hmm. I, Thursday or Friday? I kind of forget. It was, I think it was Friday. Uh, Friday. We learned an actual, it's, it's happening. The community movie was officially announced. Uh, it started the day before when the community social media accounts posted like a three second video clip of Abed saying six Mm -hmm. seasons in a movie. And I felt that they posted it on all their official social media accounts, the community accounts. Mm -hmm. So I didn't think at all that that meant the next day they'd be announcing the movie was officially happening
1: and ordered. But it did make me think that things were moving. Well, I, you know, it is the... Ten year anniversary of the start of the show, so they could have very well just been like posting that. That's not they, true. How many anniversary? It's some anniversary. What year? The show started in two thousand nine. Uh, it's the thirteen year anniversary. Yeah, Come on. perfect time for a movie. <laughs> it's the anniversary of the pilot, though, right? Isn't that what... uh, it, a couple weeks ago? I think. Yeah. So what? What? A, they're really getting behind the fire here, you know. But, you know, we went – and then what happened was the
0: next day it started with Joel McHale posting the Anda movie post yeah. tagging everyone. Everyone but Donald went on to do that, share mm-hmm. the same thing. But it was Joel that we saw first. And then a little bit later we saw the official announcement on social media from Peacock that the community movie was happening and it was happening on Peacock. Uh, and I want to talk about that and how it changes everything about this podcast that we thought was just about f***ing stick and
1: knife in it. It's done. Yeah. Uh, this changes a lot. I would already for... sold my shares, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> in what? Us? Yeah. We're, we have stock options. So Did you let's not just get that start... in your
0: deal? First, with what we know, the community movie is happening. Mm-hmm. Dan Harmon and Andrew Guest are writing it. And it's happening on Peacock, the streaming service of one network, NBC, that canceled Community before like it was four done. four times. <laughs> I, I think that's just an insanely beautiful new addition to like the crazy history of Community. Mm-hmm. NBC cancels it. Yahoo uh, uh, creates a streaming service out of the ether to <laughs> to save it and only it, and then dies as soon as it's done. And then now all these years later community is coming back from the network that canceled it to its streaming service now when in a world where everything has a streaming service and nobody would bat an eye if yahoo announced a streaming service today it's just crazy how the landscape has changed and community's place in it is really interesting okay along with the announcement of the movie and who was writing it we got that the that the Stars in the theme song sequence from se- at the end of season six. Those are the people who are like announced that they are in the movie. They are mm-hmm. the stars of the movie. So we got Joel, Danny, Jim, Ken, Allison, Gillian, right? Uh, so that brought up a, lo- a lot of media sources started reporting the movie's happening. It's happening without Donald and Yvette and Chevy. Uh, that's been a big piece of of of. I don't know, that's just been what a lot of people have been talking mm-hmm. about since it got announced. I wanna know your
1: thoughts on that. Do you think that they're jumping the
0: gun on saying that none of those people will be in
1: this movie? Well, I didn't see the the thing that it said about the season six credits. Was that like a tweet that somebody made that's like it'll have the people It wasn't it was just that
0: in the press release it mentioned those names and people have mm. kind of deduced the reason that those were the names well, on the list or because they were when they who were tweeting started... in a movie. But I'm talking specifically here about like the trade news, like mm-hmm. the the official like press statement. I the see. reason why I don't think it's right to count those people out because there have been uh, uh news articles going around that are saying community movie happening without Evette Donald Chevy. I've seen that. Yeah. And I,
1: I wouldn't be surprised if Chevy wasn't in it, but I'm sure that Evette will people, be in I it. I think to they're some absolutely degree. jumping the gun on yeah. saying
0: none of those people are gonna be in it. For two reasons, one being that they've all been tagging Donald and Yvette. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not surprised. They have not been tagging Chevy. <laughs> no. I'm not surprised that Donald hasn't posted anything or responded. Sure. And Yvette has been posting stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that Donald and Yvette will likely be stars of the movie. Sure. But I don't even think that's totally out of the question at this point. Mm-mm. I just don't think that announcement is ready to be made yet.
1: Yeah. But I think it will be made. I think it will be too. I'm I'm excited, and I'm sure they'll be in it in some capacity. I think I was just saying to you yesterday that I hope that it's not a case, Like I I'm hoping that, I guess maybe not say hoping, but I think might happen is, you know, the the names that were mentioned will probably be in it from the beginning, but then right. Donald and vet will probably join later on for some reason or another. I feel like there's got to be like an adventure or something happening, and they've gotta 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 round the gang up. I never thought in a million years that we would have an
0: actual movie announcement, that the movie is happening, Mm -hmm. before we finish the podcast. Yeah. We're so close to done with the podcast, and I thought, without a doubt we would be ending the final episode saying, and maybe one day we'll get the movie. I've always been glass half empty. I didn't think it was actually ever going to happen. And now in the last year or two, it's been a lot more obvious that they actually want to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I always kept low expectations, kind of like that scene where Frankie talks about, oh, I never hope. Yeah. I I felt like that just because... I don't know, look at the history of things coming back after being gone for a while. How many of them, television, have been great? Not very many. There have been exceptions. I'm sure one of them would be Psych, which went on to do movies on Peacock. But uh, I can't help but think Arrested Development, gone for Mm -hmm. ten years and it comes back and the magic's gone. Uh, I, I have so many concerns when it comes to the idea that we're going to get this movie that's 90 minutes that not only has to tell a story of a show that's used to telling stories in 20 minutes that's worth bringing it to the movie format but it also has to live up to what everyone wants out of this show that ended eight years ago. I don't know. It's just got so much riding on it. It's got to be so many things for so many different people while also being completely surprising and nothing like what anyone is expecting. So I'm not expecting anything. I just want to be surprised by it i want i don't know yeah. i don't have any like oh i hope the movie is this because i think uh, as soon as i have an idea of what it could be i want them to surprise me and for it to be something else
1: yeah what i'm excited think? i i think whatever it is i hope that the team working on it puts the the care and time into it. which i think they will because i don't think of it, it's going to be a rushed Situation, like they're like, right. okay, we're gonna put it out like in a month because they don't. Or have to. I even
0: think it's not been a rush situation to get to the point that we're at today, mm-hmm. where the movie is happening. I think they've been stewing on ideas, and Dan has been kind of working on a script for a very long time. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, it's really excited. exciting. I'll, I'll always remember where I was when I found out that the Community movie was happening, because I was working and I was delivering somebody's groceries on my job, and I like tripped on one of those like parking beam things oh shit and i like tripped and caught myself and then continued to trip and i'm the type of person that when i deliver somebody's groceries even if it's a large order i carry pretty much everything at once unless there's like a bunch of things of water bottles or something so i tripped it i tripped and caught myself and i tripped and fell hard on on like cement or, like, concrete, whatever, like, in a parking lot. Oh, and my God. I hit one leg really hard on, like, the parking beam, and I, like, twisted my other ankle. Oh, like my God. As, that was the one that I hit and tripped and fell on. So I, like, was at the beginning of my work day and, like, hurt myself pretty bad. Did you have a handful of groceries? Yeah, the groceries were fine, actually. I don't really remember how the, that all The, the eight dozen eggs you were carrying think, made it through? I think in... Catching myself and then falling. I was kind of able to put stuff down, but I wasn't able to keep myself from falling flat on the ground. So then I drive home after I deliver that, and uh, I'm trying to like decide if I'm bleeding or how hurt I am. And as I'm driving home, I'm like, oh, shit, this kind of hurts. I don't feel great. And I went home and I was cleaning myself up and I was bleeding and I was cleaning up my leg. And then I look at my phone and I see the announcement that the community movie is happening.
1: Holy shit. <laughs> so I'll always remember
0: that. It definitely was like, oh, oh, oh shit. Now I got to focus on this for a while. And then, uh, so now when this podcast comes out, we've ha- we've known the news for like over a week. Mm-hmm. But that day on Twitter when the movie
1: was announced
0: was so much it fun. It was nuts. Yeah. It was hopping.
1: I know I was at work and like in between lessons, like trying to check my phone and stuff, but it was, it was great. I wasn't at work when I found out, but I was at work like during the day when all the tweets and like DMs mm-hmm. and stuff were, were going on.
0: Mm-hmm. I, um, okay. Before we move into what we're talking about today, the penultimate episode of Community, which is also such a huge feat that we're doing the episode yeah. before last of the show, but it's almost like who cares what about f-ing that? We're, timing. we're getting a movie. Uh, What I want to talk about now is how the movie announcement affects our podcast. Yeah. And it affects it a lot. We (laughs) have been planning how we're going to end this show at the end of this year for a while now. And what we're going to do afterwards. And that's all still going to happen. But now we know as we finish community, that it's not the end of community, that there will be developments and that there will be more things for us to podcast about here. Yeah. So I think it goes without saying that, of course, we're going to come back to cover the community movie when it comes out. And on top of that, we're going to do short podcasts uh, just whenever there's something noteworthy to talk about Mm -hmm. about the community movie, Uh, whether it's before or after we start the podcast that we're doing after You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. We're going to come back to talk about trailers. We're going to come back to talk about news. I'm sure we'll somehow extensively cover the movie when it comes out. Yeah. And another thing that I'm excited to be able to say, I'm not going to say who yet, But we already know that we're going to be doing at least one interview with uh, uh, someone involved with the film. uh, And that'll be coming out soon before we finish Community on the podcast. Yeah, I think that'd be so cool. uh, A lot of things are happening because of this announcement. We're going to get as involved with it as we can. And I hope you all stick around with us while we do it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for this stage of the of our of our journey with this this show this movie that's coming because we we get to like you know instead of recapping something that's already happened we're gonna be like live reacting and talking about this when everyone else is feeling the same thing so i'm excited for that well said i feel the exact same way Mm -hmm. it's a totally different feeling i'm i'm i've gone from
0: not really expecting or hoping a community movie to of course just over the moon excited that yeah we're gonna see Danny Pudi play Abed again. We're gonna see
1: Jim Rash play the Dean again. Yeah, I can't wait. There's a really fun tweet from Paget Brewster who I'm hoping is gonna be still. You know, I like, hope so. We need part of it. We need Frankie because um, she's filming Criminal Minds right mm-hmm. now. After not for a while, um, but she made a really nice tweet about it too. That she was like excited about the. Movie coming like out, a, so a lot of
0: people have been tweeting kind of fingers crossed type situations. Yeah. People like oh Eric Charles Eric Nielsen. Charles Nielsen friend if Garrett's of the show. not in the fucking
1: movie, I'm of gonna write. Of course,
0: he's gonna be in the movie. I feel like after you get the stars called, he's one of the first people you call. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be awesome to see Eric on screen again. And one thing I want to plug right up the top is we're getting ready to talk about wedding videography. Uh, We talk about this episode a lot in the interview that I did with Eric with Alex over on Six Seasons in a Mm -hmm. Podcast, and you can find that interview on our feed. So if you haven't heard it or if you want to listen to it again, this is a good time to do it. He talked a lot about this episode, how important it was to him, and he got emotional talking about this particular episode. So definitely go listen to that if you haven't. And are there any community movie thoughts you want to get out before we uh, move on? I'm just excited. Yeah. There's not a lot to say now other than how excited we are, and I can't wait to learn more. Yeah. Anything you want to talk about before we dive into this week's episode of Community for the penultimate time?
1: Um, I talked about it on Brookback Bebop, so go mm-hmm. uh, listen there for a more in-depth talk about Cyberpunk Edge Runners. but it's f- incredible, and people should watch it. Really I cool.
0: definitely want to plug, I haven't gotten to see it yet, I think I might go to see it tonight, but... It's really... This movie, Bros, is out. It's the Mm -hmm. first uh, uh, major studio gay rom-com, and it's really important that it makes some money and sends a message that not only a niche audience are interested in this type of film. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to see it tonight, I'm pretty sure. I'm excited. It's historic. It looks hilarious. And Jim fucking Rash is in it.
1: Hey, there you go. So if you didn't
0: know that, and if you're still able to uh, throw Bros a couple bucks... Definitely, it's one of those movies that's worth paying for a ticket for, for a lot of reasons Mm -hmm. other than I would like to see this movie. So go check it out. And I think let's do it. For the penultimate time, let's talk about and recap an episode of Community. Let's do it! All right, today we're talking about the penultimate episode of Community, Season 6, Episode 12, Wedding Videography in a way it's kind of the the fourth episode in the series documentary yeah. episode series i don't know i don't know i feel like of those episodes it's the one that least feels like a continuation of those ideas or something sure, but i which guess I in like. a way it's but the it fourth the documentary same, yeah. episode This episode was directed by Adam Davidson, who wasn't a name that I remembered, but he's done a ton of episodes before this. He directed, in season one, Comparative Religion, Communication Studies, The Science of Illusion, The Art of Discourse. In season two, he did Conspiracy Theories and Interior Design. In season three, he did Curriculum Unavailable and Digital Estate Planning. And then this is his last directing credit. He hadn't directed since season three, and he came back here to do the penultimate episode of the series. Uh, I also looked up his credits, and he's done one episode of a ton of great shows. But the ones that I wrote down, he did four episodes of a show. Are you familiar with the show Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist? Yes. Holy shit. a terrible, terrible, terrible show. But I thought that was funny. He directed a few episodes of that. Nice. He directed, are you familiar with the Netflix sitcom AJ and the Queen? I am. RuPaul. Yeah, he directed an episode of that. That's lit. And also other shows that he directed multiple episodes of. He's done like five or six episodes of Fear the Walking Dead, including the pilot of that show. And he also directed like three episodes of Lie to Me. I loved Lie to Me. That was a cool show. Uh, This episode was written by Briggs Hatton, which if you've seen the episode, you already know that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he doesn't actually have any other writing credits on Community. He was like a writer's assistant for... Uh, like, the last three or four years of the show. Mm-hmm. And this was kind of his, like, you know, as we're wrapping up the show, probably let's let the writer's assistant do an episode. But something that I'd like to mention, and I don't remember exactly how, but Briggs has a connection to The Simpsons. Oh. And I'm a That's big That's why fan. I said the guy in the Homer Simpson outfit. Maybe. I'm a big fan of uh, an Australian Simpsons podcast called Four Finger Discount, mm-hmm. which is actually a really hugely successful podcast, and you should check it out if you haven't. And they shout us out almost every week. Really? Yeah, and to they this have day? like. Yeah, and they have like tens of thousands of listeners. and they. So if you came here because of them, thank you. And if you haven't checked them out, check them out. And Briggs Hatton, the writer of this episode, did an interview with them like a couple years ago about The Simpsons. So there's a little bit of a connection. And it Mm -hmm. gave me an excuse to shout those guys out because they're awesome, Guy and Dando, for uh, mentioning us quite often by name. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, And then this episode originally aired on Yahoo! Screen on May 26th. 2015 and let's do some trivia for the episode
1: let's do it act trivia zach nice. we got a delicious flavor this week great um you know it's it's wedding time that's what love is in the air yeah uh, so we've got delicious uh custom wedding cake flavor now this is not your average ordinary wedding cake zach this is I a figured. special meatball juice asparagus <laughs> wedding cake act trivia Um, It's got little uh, sprinkles of grandma's sweater on top, and and it it, it really makes you feel like kissing your cousin. Don't pay any attention to the toxic sticker that they're by
0: law uh, required to put on every cup of Actravia. Slurp it down. Yeah, don't use a spoon, though. And of course, after the recent uh, huge in the media lawsuit, Actrivia will be closing its doors at the end of this year. So we're happy to shout them out while we still can.
1: Yeah, the going out of business sale. Go check out all their fun flavors.
0: Thank you so much, Actrivia, for all the support over the years and for getting Stephen and I's name somehow scrubbed from the Epstein list. We really appreciate
1: <laughs> it. You believed in us when no one else did. Uh, I've got eight questions. I think I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, I'll go first. What does Jeff keep in his desk drawer? Um, he had some scotch in there.
0: Nope. A glass with ice. Nope. He had. He opened his drawer, and it was just full
1: of ice. That's one fantastic. of his desk drawers. Is just an just ice. ice. That's great. Um, how many dogs is Stacy holding in the slideshow? Oh. oh wow, two. Two. You're right. Okay. <laughs> Where
0: did Garrett and Stacy meet? I know this. Do you?
1: You don't know this. The cafeteria? They met at Pencils and Such. Pencils and Such. He was there for Such. I did know it. Um. How does Abed tell Frankie from Annie? By smelling hair? Yes. <laughs> uh. Who does Chang get in Celebrity Garrett Marriage? Christian Slater. Good job. Where he just does it like Jack Nicholson. Again. Yeah. <laughs> um... What nail polish does Annie offer
0: Britta? Ooh, I kind of had a feeling you were going to ask this one. I know one of them was like cherry something, Mm -hmm. and I don't know what anything else was. It
1: was flashy and forward or cherry and classic. What color is flashy and forward? Like a blue. Okay.
0: Uh, You're already going to get this right because you mentioned it. While Garrett struggled with meatballs, what was Stacy putting on
1: her plate? Oh, asparagus. Good job. She was working that asparagus. (laughs) Um, how did Frankie describe the rocks that were thrown at her? Igneous. That's one of the words. Sharp and pointy. Did she use both of those words? She used pointy.
0: And she said ninja. hmm Uh, but I don't remember past that. You got half of
1: them. She said biblical, igneous, jagged, <sighs> biblical. hateful, pointy, hateful. ninja rocks. <laughs> <laughs> and I will not let it happen again. Uh, how old is Aunt Mima Polly. Oh, she's 90. Good job. That was almost one of my questions. What are Annie's potential dragon names? That's
0: my next question. Nice. I don't think I could do them all without looking because there's a lot of them. I sure But could. I'm going to try. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Princess Firebreath. Uh huh. Serpent. Mm hmm. Uh, I'm gonna skip a couple. I'm gonna try to think of the celebrity name ones I can remember. Mm-hmm. There was Jimmy Fallon.
1: Yeah. Because you know Jimmy Fallon makes me so, so. You know it's really funny, angry. Zach. I yeah. I can't remember if I sent you a screenshot of this, but I definitely pointed it out to Danny. I like got like a tweet memory or a post memory or like something. Doctor Rachel Tail. Yes, and it sorry, I'm talking say, I was about man. how funny you thought Jimmy Fallon was on The Tonight Show. It was from, like, 2015. Wait, what? Yeah. Tell me that again. I was thinking of names. A Facebook memory of me talking about Jimmy Fallon? Talking about how funny you thought Jimmy Fallon was hosting The Tonight Show. And I showed it to Danny, and I was like, what a f***ing poser Zach is. Oh, my
0: God. I've never felt more... Naked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe I didn't send it to you because it would have sent you down a spiral. Of, yeah, I of wouldn't have shown up for the recording yeah. today. You know, you knew we had stuff to do.
0: Uh, I'm looking at my answers now: Princess Firebreath, Sir Pint, Doctor Rachel Spintail, Holly Hotbreath, Jimmy Talon, Christian Scale, of course, <laughs> Carson Scaly, Jude Claw, and Ariana Puffington
1: so so funny
0: yeah was that your next question yeah i'll give you another one because i had one more than you anyway i guess Mm -hmm. what word is written out in lights while elroy yells now this is a man who knows how to marry his cousin (laughs) love
1: no it says carnival that's fuck oh that's hilarious um you're gonna get this one uh what is garrett's brother's name Bones,
0: the legend. The I just legend. want to see my brother. I just want to see my brother. Uh, what <laughs> state gets you 15 years for taking your cousin on a date?
1: South Dakota. Good job, prudes. But Nebraska, that shit's A-OK. Not a um, problem. Which of Garrett's uncles is a
0: photographer? Oh, I don't know the name. But so, uh, one of Stacy's people sells picture frames, <laughs> so maybe they can have a business endeavor together. Exactly. Uh, that
1: would be Uncle Tony. Shmoney shmantha
0: sh- shmlangela lose the schmoss. let's move on to the emails
1: we got this week of course brought to you by the great state of nebraska hey you know, in nebraska you can drop off your 12 year old at a fire station and they have to take them isn't that crazy? sometimes i've just taken 12
0: year olds to a fire station in nebraska <laughs> just to test it And they will, they'll take them and they will not give them back.
1: (laughs) No matter how many times you ask, like, they're ours now. No matter how many I'm his actual parents you get. No, they belong (laughs) to the fire people. Um, All righty. We've got uh, a pair of emails from our good friend, Brandon Fulcomer. Nice. Um, Brandon says, hi guys. Uh, To quote this episode's writer, Briggs Hatton. Wow. What an episode of Community. (laughs) <laughs> i think this is one of the funniest episodes in the whole series between wow. annie's robocop missing lover footage that's <laughs> uh the celebrity garrett marriage game elroy relapsing into his 2006 to 2009 self chang saving the day and an incest awareness intag. it's basically a fever dream it's, it's true. so good um how many months have garrett and stacy been seeing each other 16. it was like 16 months mm-hmm. and like however many Two days. weeks and something days Yeah, I don't remember the days Um, in her conversation with Britta and Annie what does Frankie say she has been up to this is almost one of my questions what has she been up to oh they never get to it working and she's like personal affairs or something like that
0: but I just remember the part when they're like so what have you been up to didn't I answer that already didn't I answer that I don't think so no, I
1: think I did. <laughs> well, let's just pretend you didn't. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh okay. That's when she says that. Um, what foods are Garrett and Stacy having trouble with when Elroy saves the day by encouraging Meatballs them? Meatballs and asparagus. Meatballs. Every oh, what? So edi- I I a meatball in the chair. So you think my scrotum ripped open? <laughs> Now I'm at the hospital
0: trying to put meatballs back in my ball sack, and that's the joke. That's... Every additional scoop of meatballs Garrett went for made me laugh harder. Why By was he just it, holding the fucking so so Like
1: sideways? Plate. <laughs> they were doing a bad job. Well, it's weight.
0: their wedding. They can take as many goddamn <laughs> meatballs as they
1: want. That's fair. Meatballs are delicious. Yeah. I love meatballs. Yeah. Uh, I won't argue that one. Is, where can I just order meatballs just good from? Meatball. Uber Eats. They're like a meatball... Place. I'm in Chicago. It's got to be a. Someone's come on, give me a meatball. <laughs> um, where was Mima slash Aunt Polly born? Somewhere in Wyoming. I don't remember the city. I don't remember. Um, Pass. What? What cartoon character was supposedly going to surprise Garrett at the wedding? Homer Simpson. Did you know, uh Brandon, that writer? Uh, you have to look up his name. Briggs huh? Hatton has a connection to the Simpsons. We don't and that's know what it is, but we to,
0: know it. <laughs> rumored to be why that line's in the episode. That line's so funny. And yeah. apparently there was someone in a Homer Simpson <laughs> costume to surprise me. That won't be necessary.
1: <laughs> um, favorite funny moment, Elroy's entire encouraging white people bit. Mm-hmm. That was... Like I was laughing so loud. Each and time I, like I that, watched yeah, it, it, laughed just so as hard. good. Now that is a container of liquid. <laughs> <laughs> I never say anything untrue with it. I don't mean. Um, MVP Elroy. This is yeah. the Elroy episode. Mm-hmm. Chang is a close second for saving the day, though. Thanks, guys, Brandon. And then Brandon wrote again a second email, two in one week from Brandon, to say, Holy shit, the movie is happening. Yeah, it is, Brandon. Yeah, So his first email is.
0: came pre-announcement, and then he yeah. just had to... Let us know that it's happening, and we're just as excited as you are, I'm sure. We cannot wait, and we cannot believe it, how this close we
1: were to a
0: movie announcement this whole time. Wow.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, our next email is from our dear, dear daddy-o, uh, the real bell of the ball. Um, and this email was sent after the movie was announced, but I don't know if dad mentions it. Um, hi, guys. This episode was inspired slash required because Danny Pudi was off filming the Powerless pilot for NBC. Do you know about
0: that show, Powerless?
1: Is that the one where there was the like... Vanessa
0: Hudgens was in it, and it was like a sitcom that was like the people who have to... Like the insurance adjusters of the superhero, superhero. world. I remember it existing, but I didn't watch it. I watched it. It was fine. It was a cool idea, mm-hmm. and it was cool that Danny Pudi got cast in it, but it was yeah. a missed opportunity. Is that it a different that
1: show than the show about the people that, like, clean up after superheroes? Because that's I a show that exists, I think it might be too. the same show unless there's another show with the same concept. Which I think the be. superhero, or the the second one that I mentioned might be newer, but it's, like, mm-hmm. the same thing. Because I remember and when maybe. this show came out, because I thought it was the same show, but I was like, wait, that was not right now. Um, they shared the pilot at Comic-Con, and Jen from Rewatch saw it and loved it. And then they ruined it before it finally yep. aired on NBC. That's what happened. They made the pilot, and they weren't happy with it. And then mm-hmm. when
0: it premiered, it was a totally different show, and it flopped. Wow. But apparently the original pilot was great. But the
1: only people that ever saw it were at Comic-Con. That's cool. I'll have to ask Jen about it. Yeah, um, This makes this episode the only episode that Abed does not appear. Of the 109 episodes, leaving only Jeff, Britta, and Annie, as the only three to appear in every episode of Community. Hmm. Interesting. Uh my MVP is Keith David. My God, that man can do anything. Yeah. Garrick in close second, as he finally gets an episode like Neil got. It's true. Agree. Um, have a great one, guys. Communities. Matt. Trivia. Nice, What's Garrett's brother's name? Bones. Bones. Uh, the connection to Studio Bones, who animated the Cowboy Bebop movie. Go check out uh, our review of Broke part one Bebop. of that out now uh, on Broke by People. Also, the Patreon.
0: connection, the Bones connection. Apparently, there's also... Uh, a character in the Dan Harmon written film Monster House, there's a character named Bones. There is. I, I always forget he wrote Monster I love Monster House. And apparently both are named after either Dan Harmon has a brother or a friend that is named Bones or is, <laughs>
1: nice. goes by Bones. Oh, no, that's uh, Emily Deschanel. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're named after, Bones. after her. She's, Bones. She's um, Bones. Where is the Meemaw? Great Aunt Polly from... Wyoming, but who Sheridan, knows where from? Wyoming. Did, did Brendan tell us? Yeah. Do you remember? Did I read the answers?
0: Do you remember? We got them all right, I think. We didn't get the Wyoming one right because we don't know it now. Do you remember what the answer was? Sheridan, Wyoming. Okay. You we just got the looked at right, Community's
1: though. answers, though, didn't you? Huh? No, <laughs> I lying. actually swiped back to the other... Oh, okay, <laughs> ...to okay. Brandon's email. Um, I guess I could have done that. Uh, name at least three of Annie's dragons. Serpent. Jude Claw... Uh, Jimmy Talon.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, That's three. That's all we got to do. We're out. Yeah. Uh, Bones. Yeah, we got him. list all the, the, the names. Thanks, Dad. We to not Thanks, mention Poppy. the movie. Maybe he doesn't care. I don't think he's heard about it yet, actually. Maybe someone, someone should, tell should tell communities about the community movie. Mm-hmm. All right. Like our, our next uh, email is from Jeffrey Malone. He says, you what keep up showing your face back around these parts, Jeffrey. <laughs> How many times we have to teach you this lesson, Jeffrey Malone?
0: We should make a new Jeffrey Malone website.
1: Like a we hate LeaveMeMalone.com. Jeff- <laughs> Jeffreymalone.com. Have you um, driven into Chicago recently to notice the big billboard that says like I hate Steven Stringer? When yeah. you drive in? I've it's, always wanted to go a, to that website. It's a brand. Really? Yeah, he
0: sells like that's where you can send like spray-painted black roses to your sweeties. It's like emo stuff. Is it I'd know, rather, I'd rather we plug Jeff Malone's billboards than the I hate Steven Singer. I think it's singer. I thought
1: that somebody just like cheated on someone and they just paid $1,000 really every him. week to keep a billboard up. Um What up, Zach and Steven? What up? Here are my thoughts on that. uh, What up? Here are my thoughts on that particular community season six episode known as wedding videography. I love weddings, but I'm not sure I would have enjoyed attending the wedding in this episode. The vibes were weird, man, although it was fun by the end. I would have f***ing loved to be at that wedding. Any wedding that has that many meatballs just free to scoop? Yeah. And incest? Come on. Uh, Trivia. What brand of alcohol is Jeff drinking... Uh, at his desk at the beginning what of the brand, episode. Stephen, I don't know the answer. I could only make out a few letters on the label when I paused it, but I wonder if somehow someone else knows it. It looked like a bottle of Macallan 12. You can't ask us unanswerable questions. Come on. <laughs> it it looked like a, a bottle of Macallan 12, which I had some of this this weekend. Uh, it's delicious. I thought so you were about, about like, to say this delicious. morning. <laughs> um,
0: I, I think usually when it's when they show, was it scotch? Scotch.
1: When they show scotch on the show, I feel like it's usually
0: McAllen. Mm-hmm. That's what Jeff drinks. Yeah, Jeff likes McAllen. Jeffrey. Although
1: Jeff drinks a McAllen 16, which is more expensive. Mm. I'm a McAllen double, double cask 12-man myself. I'll take a blueberry seagrams, please. <laughs> on the rocks. <laughs> on the rocks. Oh, I just... My pop filter is getting a, a goddamn Sex on the beach seagrams today. neat today, please. Just a shot. I'll have
0: have a shot of your finest seagrams. Uh,
1: Can I get a a shot of Bloody Mary mix, please? No, just (laughs) the mix. Can I just get the little cheeseburger that you put
0: on top of the Bloody Mary, please? Got any pickles? Pickles? No, I'll
1: pay full price for the drink, but I just want that little baby cheeseburger. Come on. Um, 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 um. Uh, (laughs) Favorite funny moments. Annie's missing lover footage. So weird, but also funny. It awakens something. Happy birthday. (laughs) <laughs> um Chang being left home alone. Oh my god. I they left me home alone.
0: My favorite part of that then is Abed says, well not really, and Chang goes, What?
1: <laughs> uh the fact that Matt Gorley played Briggs Hatton in the town. Yes. MVP Elroy, there's no way to deny it. Peace and love, Jeffrey Malone. Peace offering rejected, Jeff. <laughs> i Try almost again read. Next week. I almost read his email because it's at the bottom just for fun.
0: Send us your address next time so we can properly dox you. He still he hasn't given us consent to call him while we're recording yet. Yeah. I can't help but notice that every time I've mentioned that I'd I'd, I'd like to call him at this part of the show, and <laughs> he's he's never said whether it's okay. Zach or would not.
1: really like to give you a phone call.
0: I think for the series finale, we might have to give Jeffrey a call, and yeah, we like might Jeff, have to just like show up at Tim Tam's door and. Oh, see we what's have been Tim Tam's on. address. We've he gave us beef. a lot of
1: information. <laughs> Tim Tam, you were a patron. We know how to find you. Yeah. Right? Wasn't Tim Tam a patron? I think we
0: could... Yeah, sure. Maybe. Tim Tam? Sleep with your eyes open, (laughs) Tim Tam, if that is your real name. (laughs) Alright, what else
1: we got? I actually don't remember Tim Tam's actual name. It's just Tim Tam. Yeah. We wouldn't plug a goddamn thing from that brand of Canadian
0: chocolate or whatever.
1: Next up, we've got... Um, an email from our favorite listener, uh, Artie. Hey, Artie. We're a big I'm fan of you. I'm willing to
0: say Artie is my favorite listener. Yeah.
1: We don't yeah. have favorites unless it's Artie. Artie is our favorite. I also like Brian a lot. Brian's a G. OG. Yeah. Right. OG. Um, hi, Zach and Steven. Last week's podcast was so enjoyable to listen to. Part of that was because Modern Espionage is such a great episode to talk about, but also the both of you definitely brought your A-game, plus you were both super nice to me when you read out my email, and that warmed my heart a little tread lightly Artie. yeah uh don't don't call attention <laughs> sorry though. to say that for this post community movie announcement podcast we've brought our c plus game <laughs> uh wedding videography is tied with modern espionage in joint first place for my favorite episodes of the season says drug free podcast Artie. but thank you for the offer um <laughs>
0: nah, pa- pass that
1: shit already we'll, we'll uh it. I don't know if it's explicitly said anywhere, but it does feel like the entire episode pays homage to early seasons of The Office, not just through the mockumentary format with more purposeful talking heads compared to previous times. community mockumentary episodes, um, but also with the added element of cringe factor comedy throughout. Annie's missing lover footage, Frankie, Annie, and Britta's interaction to the apartment, the group's interest to the wedding, Todd officiating, that poor girl Stacy, and of course the big incest reveal. Are um, she thinking about Allie? Is that who she's talking about the? Is that, is that now?
0: I'm Stacy's the bride. Don't let Garrett, <laughs> keep, <laughs> you Don't keep, let you Garrett keep you from painting. Don't let Garrett. Don't let Garrett keep you from painting.
1: Garrett's like what? <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to say all the all the weddings that I've like been a part of have been uh, just like that. The the speech. There's always someone who's really bad at public speaking and does a really bad job. And it's even worse when the other, when like the counterpart is really good at it. It was, it was tough. Yeah, because um, when you go to a wedding, even if you're not asked to give
0: a speech, you're prepared with a speech that will decimate anyone who tries. I would hand f- at
1: public speaking. Up a wedding speech. I'd have everyone in there wet from their eyes and their loins. Too bad Stephen will not be allowed
0: within a <laughs> six mile radius of, of any wedding I'm a part of.
1: It'd be awkward. Can I be uh, on both? Who's which side of the aisle do I sit on, Zach? Well, hmm. or can I just officiate so I'm in the middle? I think we might have to have to determine
0: which party you've swapped the most spit with.
1: <laughs> That's not and even close, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> it's you by a country mile. I, I said spit. <laughs> yeah, the amount of things we've shared that our mouths are on. <laughs> Lovers, uh, chicken parmesan. <laughs> uh, where was I? Uh, I love the episode. I love how the episode shows how our ensemble are viewed through the eyes of those around them. And I also like that Chang is giving a more substantial role in this episode, especially as he was barely in the previous few. Agreed. Uh, my MVP for wedding videography Remember is when Elroy. when Chang
0: was famous for a week? What happened with that? Yeah, it's true. He was busy, and he's still busy. No, I mean when Chang the character,
1: oh yeah, was famous for a week. What
0: happened with that? I think he f***ed it up. Right? Yeah, he
1: definitely did. Cause yeah, he, he made people mad. At, he got you canceled. can tell
0: Steven Spielberg to lick my butt. <laughs> oh, I go out the little door. I don't come in. The I way don't I come get. in.
1: You do not. <laughs> you do not. Um, his whole encouraging white people bit is fantastic. I can't be the only person who sings. He should keep on wearing his keep pants. Wearing
0: his pants.
1: <laughs> Randomly, as a result, it of course leads to the best line of the episode. Now, this is a man who knows how to marry his cousin. For the record, my other two favorite lines are Jeff's monologue about how unselfish the group will be, which ends with God, I love my job. Wait, this isn't my job. God, God I, I love, love myself. myself. Um, His therapist from season three must have changed his meds again. And Garrett, <laughs> I remember I was sweating a lot and breathing heavy and my heart felt like it was going to burst in my chest. But the day I met Stacy, most actually, of those symptoms most, actually yeah. declined. Um, a contender for MVP for me was also Garrett's mother. I just absolutely love her for shattering the group's ego. This episode is honestly so brilliantly written. My only slight criticism is that perhaps the season could have either alluded to the Jeff Annie of it all sooner in the season or just scrapped it altogether. It's as if the writers remembered a little too late that they have a subset of romance hungry fans that they should maybe attempt to cater to. And while I appreciate that Frankie calls out this relationship as being a touch problematic, it would have been nice to see Frankie witnessing and reacting to Jeff and Annie's dynamic in other episodes ahead of this one. Uh, now tread lightly, already. You remember having the last person that that shipped huh. Jeff and Annie. They never spoke to us again. We ran them the f out of town. Here's what,
0: I almost, I almost disagree with the point that I think if, I think if that's what they were going for in this episode, I don't think they needed to do it in other episodes because they've done it plenty in mm-hmm. tons of episodes. But they should have been a little bit more blatant in this episode and been like Annie's like, oh, oh weddings are so romantic.
2: About. Yeah, but oh, not blah, even blah,
0: that. Caught up in that, the like, atmosphere of it all. I don't know, it felt like the conversation with Frankie and Annie, they were really dancing around what they were actually mm-hmm. talking about. Frankie should have actually said what she was thinking, or Annie should mm-hmm. I don't know. It was a little too vague for me.
1: Too vague. Um side note, I only found out today that the guy who plays Ryder Briggs Hatton in the intag mm-hmm. is played by podcast legend Matt Gorley, whom I know of best who I know of best from Conan O'Brien needs a friend. I just thought that was interesting because I had no idea that he dabbled in acting. Looking forward to hearing your thoughts on what I feel is an iconic episode. Arty. Thank you P.S. so much, Artie. You will have probably covered this in today's episode already, but I'm so excited that the community movie has been confirmed. A what? I'm a little sad that Donald Glover hasn't been confirmed yet, and I'm hoping the announcement by Peacock only didn't mention Yvette Nicole Brown because she intimidates them sexually. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I hope we also get Padgett Bruce- Brewster on board and that we may get cameos from Keith David and John Oliver, although I might be too optimistic there. No, Hardy, I hope we get all of them. I think you're on the right track. Now, yeah.
0: the problem becomes, well, the movie can't just be a cavalcade of cameos. Mm-hmm. You've got to stop nice. at a point... Nice so alliteration. You, thank you. you you've got to stop at a point so you can actually tell a story, right? Yeah. I almost feel like... I really, really, really hope and think Frankie and Elroy will be there, but it kind of comes down to how much of season six are they trying to incorporate into a movie? Mm-hmm. Like, what kind of feel are they going into the movie? I think... Donald Glover, for sure, will be there in some capacity. Well,
1: especially since he publicly
0: said that he would... They wouldn't like, do it. They know, yeah. that they, they know that too many fans would say the movie doesn't count if mm-hmm. all of that doesn't happen. I'm mostly scared that he's just going to be like a little cameo when they find him in the end or something. Yeah. I don't need him to be like the star-stealing focus of the movie, but I do need a quality Troy and Abed mess around storyline mm-hmm.
1: in it. Oh my god, imagine seeing them do the f***ing thing. Yeah, they gotta uh, do the thing. They gotta do the thing. Yeah, I I think they just go full Muppets movie with it. Round the gang up early. Do what you gotta do. I hope so. Yeah. Because you can get a lot of cameos in a Muppet style movie without it being a cameo thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like the idea of like. Uh, our study group hasn't been at
0: Greendale for a while, but mm-hmm. when they have their reason to come back, it's almost as if
1: no time has passed. Yeah. Garrett's still sputtering at a water fountain. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if Troy actually came back to Greendale when they were all gone, so he was just waiting for them, started taking classes Troy's been again. taking classes
0: there <laughs> for a while, waiting for
1: everybody to come back. That'd be f***ing hilarious.
0: He's the new Pierce. He's got all that money, so he's just <laughs> taking random classes as an old man. Well, let's uh, move on to the next email. Do we have more emails?
1: Uh, I think we do. Thank you, Artie. Thanks, Artie. Did Artie finish? Yeah, thanks, Artie. Trust me. Our next email from our good friend.
0: When uh, when, when friends such as Artie come around this
1: podcast, they don't leave without having finished. Yeah. Uh, We've got an email from our our new friend, Nick. Uh, Nicole. Nick. Nick. Uh, says, hello, Zach and Steven. It's the wedding hello. episode. Mm-hmm. This is the penultimate episode of the series and the last documentary. I think this is one of the most iconic episodes of season six, if not the series. I really Agreed. love the focus on how obnoxious and codependent the group seems to people outside of it. They're all acting like main characters in a story that isn't theirs, and I think they learned a lot. Very, very funny stuff. Um, trivia. How long have Stacy and Garrett been seeing each other? Uh, 16 months, two weeks, and something days. Something days. Um, what does Stacy love about Garrett? She loves making him sandwiches, uh, giving him his painkillers every night. Yeah, there was like one other thing. Yeah, I don't know. It like watching there. movies or like folding lawns. Those aren't or things
0: that you, those aren't, <laughs> what, what, what What does he say? It's like, those aren't vows. Those, Just those are things, things you, you, like you about love about me. It's like, yeah. I'm sorry. What dragon it's okay. name
1: did Annie cross off her list? That was the Holly Hot Breath one. She oh, really? Like that one as well. Yeah, huh. she goes like, Ugh. uh, uh, Sixteen months, two weeks, and four days. Okay. Making sandwiches with him, folding towels with him, and giving him his painkillers at the end of the day. We we're close Thank enough. you, Nicole. Uh, and Holly Hot Breath was number three. Funny moment. This is a man who knows how to marry his cousin, is delivered <laughs> perfectly, and I yeah. laugh every time. The pause before it is perfect. So good. MVP. Chang saved the day in the end. I really think he is his better self with the group for some reason. And yeah. he pulled that all together well. Yeah. Separate cabs? Cute. separate caps separate caps separate caps um short on time this week so sorry if this seems rushed and thank you for editing because i don't uh looking forward to these last few episodes and soaked to hear your thoughts nick p.s wait did you just say soaked to hear your thoughts stoked i don't think keep that to yourself nicole (laughs) yeah uh, P.S. I don't have my own bones handy But attached is a picture of a small skull someone gave me I don't know what animal it is But it's the coolest bone I have Nick you're freaking awesome This is a little bone We got bones
0: She's... We got bones She sent us some bones Oh I see bones We got bones nice. Look nice. at that little bone Nicole that earns you a spot on the bones hall of fame
1: You are a boner Congratulations
0: Your bones will proudly be stoned what? above our fireplace until the FBI comes knocking at our door.
1: This is so cool! Thanks for the bones! Now,
0: I, I can't help but mention, we do physically need the bones. Yeah, I'm gonna have that you, shipped here. Pictures that won't suffice. And they do need to be your bones, mm-hmm. so go ahead, send us the skull, we'll run some tests, we'll see if they're your bones or not, uh, and and we'll, we'll we'll be talking about it. Yeah, you're off to a great start, Nick. Yeah. Thanks. That's five points for that one. Five bone points. For five
1: point. bone points for you. Uh, 100 bone points is yeah. redeemable for one bone penny. Um, fifty bone pennies surprisingly gives you one bone dollar. And guys, uh, once you save up five thousand
0: bone dollars, that will get you a one of a kind Zach and Steven, You can't
1: disappoint a podcast lunchbox. Hey yo! As well, well as entry to our five dollar Patreon uh, tier. It's in either us more or. bones. More send bones, us your bones. Please. Come more on, bones. more bones, more points, more bone dollars for you. All
0: right. Thanks, Bones. What else we got? We got any
1: more? Uh, those are all the emails, Zach.
0: Wow. Well, here's what I want to call out because actually, this week, since next week's podcast is going to be the uh, uh, fourth of our America's mm-hmm. Next Top Zach and Steven rewatch podcast, uh, you've got time still to write us an email for the serious finale of Community Emotional Consequences of Broadcast Television. So go ahead and get us your favorite funny moments, your MVP, your trivia. From that episode, it's the last time you'll have your chance to do it for one of our community recaps by Monday, October seventeenth, around Woof. one PM Eastern.
1: Yeah, guys, send us send us stuff. Uh send us a voice note. Send us uh you know, if you've never written the show and you've always wanted to, now's your chance. You know, write in. Uh, say hey, let us know when you started listening to the show. Did you binge it all in in a week or have you? Any been last with minute us since constructive
0: dealing? criticism now that we have yeah.
1: No time to do
0: anything about it.
1: <laughs> uh, but, yeah, thank you guys yeah. for uh, being on this journey with us, whether you just started in Season 4 and went from there. Or, or you, you started just... in Season 1 and then abandoned us around Season 2. Yeah, we get it.
0: MJ. MJ. You've... No, how fun has it been to use the email segment as a like back and forth riffing conversation bit with all the cool silly people that listen to our show and play around with the silly bone bits that we've made up over the last couple years it's so been cool. one of the highlights for sure getting to meet people like people that I would consider friends now because we've yeah. met them through them listening to our podcast and people that I would have considered friends but unfortunately Tim Tam I'm gonna need that wedding invitation back you will not you and Steven will both not be able <laughs> allowed anywhere near the premises
1: yeah tim tam you're still allowed to my wedding but you must bring beer that you yourself made well
0: let's move on it's time for the next segment for the penultimate time everybody we're gonna find
1: out did steven watch the episode this week marriage 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 how are you feeling about this
0: one you've only got two more chances do you think you're going to end the series on a high note
1: my friend i think i have a better chance this week than i assume that i'll have next week okay why because i i of course not seen the finale of the show right. but i i know that it's everyone kind of talking about how they think this show would end or like what the movie would be something like that which means Kinda. there's gonna be multiple different stories there's a lot so uh, i think i have a better chance this week well
0: as always you've got 20 seconds on the clock at your ready we'll start the countdown
1: <sighs> okay i think i'm ready zach all right everyone three two one Go, Garrett and Stacey are getting married they're in Jess law class together so we're gonna go for the wedding everybody's getting ready I was gonna film a decu- documentary about it um, the girls getting ready together the guys show up there we're all gonna be late psych it was early Psych, they're late the whole time so they crash the wedding they get married surprise they're cousins and everyone's their best self Elroy encourages white people Stop.
0: what was really missing from that for me was the focus on how the study group is ruining the wedding mm-hmm and I, you got Psych, They Were Cousins. I wish you would have gotten a little bit more than just, like, squeezing it in in the last seconds. Yeah. But you did get it in there.
1: <laughs> Normally, how it goes.
0: But I don't know. Uh, B. Thank you, Zachary. You could have done a
1: little bit more mm-hmm. to
0: earn a lot more.
1: Yeah, I think but so. But
0: we'll go with the B. I think a B sounds fair. Thanks, buddy. Well, we're an hour into the podcast. We've got a lot to talk about. Let's dive into our favorite funny moments from the week. Rapid I fire. I wrote down so many. So, yeah, yeah, I'll go first. This is me, Garrett. I'm in your class. Uh, pencils and such. Just just pencils and such? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Aren't you still smelling hair to tell Frankie and Annie apart? I'm getting laid. In the uh, uh, lost girlfriend footage, Annie saying happy birthday to him. I thought was really funny uh britta's garrett impression that's my what's next happening
1: one. everything's going wrong
0: it was surprisingly good <laughs> yeah she doesn't understand filmmaking i lived in new york <laughs> uh britta scooping the f***ing cat litter was pretty hilarious uh there was a little back and forth over the nail polish when when britta says my accountant has black nails <laughs> yeah and he says you're what
1: and she says don't focus on that accountant it's just a figure of speech yeah, I that was mine too. It's it's a form of speech called making things up. Um my next one was Frankie's like, Yeah, let's be girls together. <laughs> Frankie's whole talking ahead about having been
0: stoned as a child oh and how God. she's not gonna let it happen again, I thought was
1: really darkly funny and delivered beautifully by Paget. Yeah. Um when Elroy comes in, and when they're, like, panty and he's, like, hitting, like, a triangle, or like, something that's making, like, a dinging noise. He, like, the way, like, Keith David's, like, walking into the apartment <laughs> was so fucking funny. Um, okay, so I thought the part where uh, Frankie says, and then the
0: guys burst in was one of the not-very-funny moments of the episode. But I really like how, like... Joyous, Chang and Jeff are when they walk into the room, and yeah. then when they find out we padded the time. What we lied about the time because we knew you'd be late. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I really liked uh, the celebrity Garrett marriage game. That was hilarious. Chang being left home alone.
0: <laughs> they left me home alone. I'm home alone. I'm home
1: well, alone. not really. What? Um, I really liked Todd's like awkward like what if I'm God? <laughs> uh, was, that like, was my think, next one that, that I wrote too. That whole thing was so funny. <laughs> so
0: I'll add to it then when the study group show up, when he's like, let them in, make room for them, any one
1: of <laughs> them, one could, of be them could be God. Any one could be God. When Garrett's like, somebody over there laughed at that the wrong way. That was
0: my next <laughs> one too. That was so funny.
1: <laughs> Garrett through the whole f***ing ceremony was so pissed this at everyone. This whole
0: episode, he's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, those aren't really vows, just things you love about me. I'm sorry.
1: It's okay. (laughs) I liked when just, shh, like, it's just everybody was doing it. Your shh was louder than what I said. (laughs) I'm not Dr. Phil, but I don't want my son to kill himself, so. (laughs) Uh, I thought it was funny when Chang's chair broke and only the study group were just, like, laughing through the entire ceremony. That was really funny. We would definitely be those people at a wedding. Oh, yeah. If we were at one together,
0: like as spectators.
1: (laughs) <laughs> we should not be. Um
0: I didn't write down everything Elroy says just because everybody knows how iconic it is, but the next thing would just be his whole My name is Elroy Potashnik and from 2006 to <laughs> 2009 I was uh, uh, addicted to encouraging white
1: people. It's so funny and it's as funny as it is because of Keith David alone. Yeah. I really liked when Elroy uh, called him Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> um, Garrett with the meatballs like I said every time mm-hmm. he scooped another scoop
0: I I was laughing harder just yeah. at the, the sheer audacity of how many meatballs he thought could fit on that plate <laughs> um, I just liked the existence of Garrett's older brother Bones mm-hmm. I've got Bones God I love my job wait this isn't my job God I love myself <laughs> one of the best Jeff lines I think
1: um, I love during the maid of honor speech um, don't don't let, Garrett keep, it from Don't down the same let Garrett keep you from painting. We've just been writing down the same stuff. let Garrett keep you from painting. When all of the study group were talking about how bad they are and the dean says, I was a good dean before you guys. You can't <laughs> disprove it. Um, I liked when uh, Jeff was, like, first announcing, like, Aunt Polly and she was just asleep over there. I uh, thought that was really funny, too. Aunt Polly slash Memo.
0: The Briggs Hatton connection to The Simpsons maybe makes this less of a random line, but I thought this line was so random mm-hmm. that it was so funny that at Garrett's wedding, I believe there was a guy in a Homer Simpson
1: costume <laughs> that was going to surprise me. That won't be necessary. Um, I think that the whole like reveal of Mima and Aunt Polly being the same person, which good job of the show hinting at it earlier, but not in a super obvious way. Um, and they de- they delivered it in the
0: perfect way because if you have time to think about it too much, you'd be like, wait none of any part of this family knows that they're related (laughs) to the other part of this family. Yeah, The the way that they did it was very smart and believable. Um, I thought it was so funny when Garrett's talking about, like, uh, we're not going to have cake, we're not going to have a dance, uh, the Homer Simpson thing. And then I just think it's so funny, Chang cupping his hands around his mouth and going, what are you going to (laughs) do? That made me laugh so hard.
1: (laughs) Um, I really liked, of of course, the... The Elroy, you know. Now this is a man who knows how to marry his cousin. Mm-hmm. is so funny because it's just so like he just another m- thing. The the through. clip earlier was so funny, so it
0: builds up to leading up to yeah. that moment, making it all the funnier. Uh, everything else I have is Chang. I've got two more things. The first one is: Is anybody gonna make any less fun of them or be
1: better friends to them, regardless <laughs> of what they do? Everyone in the crowd: No. No. <laughs> um, I really like when when Garrett reproposes to Vicky. He's like, "Will you be my legally uh, incestuous?" Think about wife? what you just said. When you Garrett said, proposes to Stacy, You said Again, Vicky. I did say Vicky. But it's because this whole time leading Garrett up to this, Vicky. I thought that Garrett and Vicky were the ones that got married. Because I thought when someone told me about this episode's existence, they said Vicky.
0: No, because Vicky and Neil are in love.
1: Yeah, that's why I was shocked. Garrett
0: and Vicky are just uh, uh, theatrical partners. Theatrical duo. <laughs> Do you, is it my turn? It's your turn. My last one, I love how Chang honestly does a pretty good job at, like, solving the thing. And then he walks away and he goes, this is about me. I did this. I didn't think I was going to be able to do it, but I did. But I
1: did. Um, We have the same number this week, Zach, because my last one was just the end tag in general I thought was really funny. Oh, my God. When he's like, and they said I could, we could, I just wanted to bring this to light. But they said I had to say that it was I who wanted to talk about this story.
0: Well, Steven, I think there is no better time than the present but to dive for the second to last time into this episode of Community. What do you think? Let's do it. All right, so the episode starts off with the scene in Jeff's law class, which I actually like quite a bit. Everything showing us that, I don't know, I guess they don't even actually do a great job of telling us. You can kind of figure it out, but they don't do a great job of literally telling us why or for what purpose Abed is filming all of this. Well,
1: they do in a minute, not, not in the very beginning. He says freelance is what he says. Right now, but then later he's like, Garrett wanted me to record the proposal.
0: Oh, really? They actually yeah. say that? I'm only saying that because I'm regurgitating what Dan Harmon said in the commentary about how they don't explain it in the episode. They Apparently do. they do. All he right, did well, watch there you this go. shit.
1: <laughs> I thought this was good Dan a Harmon one has see. never seen an episode of Community, Zach. <laughs>
0: This being in the documentary style, I thought it made it feel a lot more like what it would actually be like to be in a classroom as Jeff taught. It doesn't feel like sitcom polish at all. It just feels like we're spending time in this classroom. Mm-hmm. Um, Garrett is is giving a PowerPoint presentation for some extra credit, and I love the way that this whole thing goes. He it, They kind of make it seem like Garrett has just had like an obsession with this girl from their class. Yeah. MC, and not that they've been dating for well over a year. Uh, <laughs> because when it becomes clear that what he's trying to do here, Jeff's like, oh God, Garrett. Yeah. But it's so funny. I love the, the first. It starts with introducing Garrett and Stacy in their separate PowerPoint. <laughs> and I love that Garrett has to tell everyone that he's in the class. With yeah. Them, I'm in your and class. And also that Stacy is in the class as well. Steven, look at what a bold faced liar you are. There's How two many f-ing dogs? dogs right there. That is a
1: cat on the left. No, those are two little dogs. That's a
0: cat and a dog. That's those a cat. T- well,
1: then you're the wrong one. <laughs> I know pussy when I see it. <laughs> wow, I could have sworn on Hulu it was two dogs. Did you know that the girl that plays Stacy
0: is Dan Harmon's wife at the time? No. That's cute. Yeah. And I can't help but think whenever I watch this episode how intimidating it must have been for Eric Charles Nielsen to have to marry and kiss his boss's wife for <laughs> the week.
1: I thought you were saying how intimidating for Dan Harmon for her to be with an absolute giga chad for a week. <laughs>
0: There was a funny joke uh okay so Dan Harmon was talking about how her name's Erin McGathy how Erin ended up playing this part mm-hmm. and mentioned that um that it was important to them for the character that it wasn't like a joke on Garrett that somebody would love and marry him. Yeah. There are tons of jokes in this episode, but they are actually in love, and they're mm-hmm. actually happy to get married to each other. And then the uh, the the casting producer suggested Aaron, and Dan was like, why? Because she shows how easy it is to look like you <laughs> love someone unlovable? <laughs> pretty funny. Oh, shit. So we meet Stacy for the first time. I love Garrett. Oh, I just think Eric Charles Nielsen is so funny and this yeah. episode gives him so much to do in watching him like awkwardly explain his relationship to his class and I just think it's <laughs> so funny. Oh, Garrett. <laughs> and they do it perfectly because even up to the proposal and in and, and Stacy's face, it could go either way if you've yeah. never seen this episode before. This could go really bad for Garrett, but for once i don't it garrett is the guy that something bad always happens to him Mm -hmm. no matter what something bad happens to him and finally for at least a little while in this episode things go well for him stacy says yes and is excited to marry garrett and and everyone feels the love in the room and it's a big win for a a guy like garrett who could really use one
1: yeah jeff's so shocked he's like oh garrett Garrett."
0: (laughs) yeah he goes from oh garrett to oh garrett I think Community, whenever they've done these documentary episodes, they really nail the talking heads.
1: Yeah. There are so really many
0: funny asides in each of the talking heads. Garrett's here about his symptoms that actually stopped when he met Stacy mm-hmm. is
1: really funny. Eric Charles Nielsen is so good. Like His just like panicked way of existing on this show is so funny.
0: I feel like we've got to reach out to Eric during yeah. the production of the movie or after he's been confirmed or has mm-hmm. spent some time on the set. He is such a funny guy and he's so like he just is that guy. Mm-hmm. And he not in a funny way in like a really endearing way in the way that Garrett is that that's just him and <laughs> he's so sweet and funny and I hope we I think we'd have a lot of fun talking to him if we got think him on so. the show. You're right, right here. Abed completely uh, explains Mm -hmm. why he's filming everything.
1: Who didn't watch the episode now, Dan Harmon? Mm -hmm.
0: I feel like this episode, it's pretty obvious that Abed's not there. More so than other episodes where he's been behind the camera. When people are talking to the camera as if it's Abed, it's very Blue's Mm Clues-like. And what do you think, Abed? That's fair. Pause. 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 It didn't bother me at all. Pause. Like I didn't. That's great, Abed. I don't know. But uh, uh, the uh, talking heads and stuff, and Abed talking about the documentary, you are interrupted by Garrett going, "Well, it's official. I'm getting laid." <laughs> you think that means they they waited till marriage?
1: Yeah. Garrett loves the Lord. Whoever that may be. And
0: for the time before last, we're seeing this uh, iconic theme song sequence. I hope they find a way to work the song into the movie. We yeah. just started talking about the Cowboy Bebop movie on Patreon, which in a great way didn't use the classic mu- music from the show. They they use new music to mm-hmm. to to fill the world in a different way. I really hope we get to hear some of that classic community music. I hope and so. Ludwig Göransson is like one of the biggest names in in composing scores right now. Mm-hmm. He's doing a lot of Star Wars stuff. I think he won an Oscar for something. Holy shit. Uh, I hope that they find a way to clinch him in to do a couple new pieces of music for the community movie.
1: Yeah, that would be awesome. Well, and he and Donald have such a good relationship that I'm sure if Donald's involved...
0: That's true. Here's something that I really like about this episode and actually I think makes it one of my... Well, okay, it's not exactly just a regular school-based episode because mm-hmm. it's got the documentary conceit for the week, but it still kind of feels like just one of those... Episodes that lets us hang out with our friends and lets them joke around together. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think this episode is one of my favorite examples of a sort of lower stakes episode because they're able to fill the episode with silly bits that wouldn't usually fit to a plot line. This bit of Annie making the lost girlfriend footage doesn't really have anything to do with anything. And it's really funny, and I think it adds a lot to the episode. And I, it's one of the reasons why I like this episode. We well, get Zach, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something.
1: Experience. Yeah, I think this is my favorite documentary episode of the show. I don't agree with that, but I I think won't it's the funniest.
0: You. you think it's funnier than the Dean's commercial?
1: It's that's my so that's my second favorite one. I think that's my favorite. But it's I but think puts I like, up like this a one fight for
0: the Pierce in the hospital one for second for me for sure. Mm. And what's it's the really what's funny the other episode. Consistently funny. What do you mean? The third one There's they did. There's
1: four. Yeah, what's the third one they did? It was season four, the Changnesia episode. Yeah, I don't like that one. That one's
0: an easy bottom.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, it, but <laughs> <this> <laughs> That's one, what they call me.
0: Stephen Baker, the easy bottom. Yeah. But this episode I like a lot. I think it's up there with the season two one, I think. Season two was the Pierce documentary. Season two is the Pierce one, yeah. I like how, even though a ton of people are addressing the camera in this episode, the only one that makes Abed upset is Britta. Yeah. Whenever (laughs) Britta looks at the camera, she's like, don't look at the camera. Also, pretty good Annie episode for Alison Brie not being too involved with season six, it feels like sometimes. Yeah.
1: I think this this is a great, like... I like this episode so much, Zach. I'm not thinking of it like where it sits for me in a scope of season six episodes. Like this is pretty high on my just episodes of the show list. I'm really happy to hear that because sometimes I think in this series, in this like last stretch
0: of the season Mm -hmm. where people talk really highly about these last couple episodes, I think sometimes this is the episode that's left out of the conversation a little bit. And I don't think it should be because I think... I think it's a really great classic episode of Community, and I think the fact that it's based around the wedding of a longtime character like Garrett, I think Mm -hmm. it works fairly well as a penultimate episode to the series. I think so, for sure. I think this is
1: a really good episode.
0: We get the part of Britta explaining Garrett to the camera, and I really (laughs) like the line where, uh, Garrett's just this guy that we don't really know, but we have known him for like six years. (laughs) Yeah. And then Annie doesn't like the way that he that Britta describes. She says he's Garrett's a weird looking looks. guy. He's the weird yeah. looking guy, the eccentric looking guy. Then he's like, Everything's going wrong. You do it. You did <laughs> it better. Let's hear it again. Uh, <clears throat>
1: <clears throat> <clears throat> What's happening? Everything's going wrong. That was a little morty. Yeah, it wasn't as good as my one earlier. Yeah. The pitch was a little I think
0: Brita does a surprisingly good Eric Charles Nielsen.
1: Well, I love that at some point just about everyone does an Eric Charles Nielsen impression in this episode. I think it's so funny every time. That's pretty much the whole point of the Celebrity Garrett wedding episode because we get to hear Keith
0: David do I do. <laughs> <laughs> episode before last of the series, so it's really great that we got one more Britta used to live in New York in there. Yeah. I'll always remember from the Season 3 Halloween episode when Britta comes in the door covered in blood and stuff, and she's like, it's like New York out there. <laughs> And another thing that makes this, like, Britta cleaning the litter box in the background as Annie's talking to the camera makes it feel more like a found footage episode yeah. rather than the the typical, uh, like, sitcom pacing and, mm-hmm. and blocking. I think, if anything, this is the stretch of the episode that sags the most for me, the, like, getting ready portion of the episode. But, I think before Frankie gets there,
1: like, the nail polish mm-hmm. scene I didn't really need.
0: What I which is uh, but the, Annie trying to jim the camera is really funny. Yeah, she like glares at the camera while playing with the. I don't know. She's really putting mm-hmm. it on for the cameras and gets called out by Ovid. <laughs> I can film you getting it. Also, what the hell are they drinking? <laughs> Looks like they're having like a, like a. It's got a, a orange peel. Like I'm probably a martini mm-hmm. of some like a fancy martini. Wow. You know, I kind of think this was a little bit of a missed opportunity to do something. Frankie gets a good episode, and the girls are in this episode Naked sleepover,
1: I agree, Zach. Missed opportunity. Missed opportunity what? I said naked sleepover. (laughs) Naked sleepover. (laughs) No, it was a missed
0: opportunity to do something a little bit more about, like, girl bonding in this episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, They kind of try to, but I think because we're still in a predominantly male-written writer's room, they they don't really know what to do with it other than make a couple sly references to it. Mm -hmm. So Frankie got stoned as a child, biblically. That makes yeah. me so so sad for her, That's and tough. I feel like it, it explains so much about her tough exterior these mm-hmm. days. She literally this happened to her once as a child, and rightfully still into her adulthood, she's terrified that if she says the wrong thing at the right at the wrong time, that it could happen again.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: She could be stoned again. Yeah, not and not in a good way. Zach, good call. Those are martinis based on the ingredients, ingredients out. As no, they, yeah. yeah. As they talk at the bar. I think the
0: scene, uh, uh, again, because it's like a a guy's writer's room, the scene of like trying to express how it's hard for Frankie to fit in. And then just in the moment when she's about to like start talking personally about her (laughs) life, the guys barge in with the party and she's like left misunderstood. I just think that the use of the R word is always makes me uncomfortable Mm -hmm. nowadays. Not a fan. And I don't think. There was enough to show us that Frankie was about to, like, open up because she didn't tell us anything we mm-hmm. didn't know already. Um, it's a cool uh, – they, they, it's, like, one of the few jokes in the episode that's almost there, but it just kind of
1: yeah. – it doesn't work. I,
0: they shouldn't have used the R word like that.
1: Because in 2015, it already wasn't cool to use the R word. So – Exactly. Someone like
0: Frankie, who has a sister with a disability, would not be yeah. using that word to describe their sibling.
1: Yeah it's a fucking water jug that's so funny The elroy's banging on that's i think his entrance makes me laugh the most even the more than the dean dancing with the garment really bag
0: they come in and bring the life to the party so they don't have to talk about anything real or mm-hmm. bond with frankie now there's enough people And this is when we get the the period of time where they no longer care about the amount of time they have to get ready for the (laughs) wedding. They're just going to play around and and party and not get ready. Yeah. This stretch of the episode is like Community's take on that episode of Friends where they're all getting ready in the apartment. Oh,
1: yeah. Totally. And I kind of like it. Feels exactly like that. Yeah. Which I love that episode of Friends. So can I be wearing any more clothes? I thought this scene was funny where Jeff's talking about how they're so, like, in sync and they work together so well, and Frankie's like, codependence. <laughs> He's like, synergy.
0: I guess that little moment with Annie and Jeff there is kind of starting to to, mm-hmm. to hint that we're going to talk about them a little bit in this episode. Yeah. Uh, it's also talking about the codependency and stuff because Annie brings Jeff a drink and just like oh my little helper and gives him like a noogie gives her like a noogie like mm-hmm. he does and apparently people find that cute and flirty but it just makes me uncomfortable. Well, if one of them's a baby, Zach. Right, right. That's why it's not okay because Annie's a baby and Jeff is. Annie's an adult a baby, man. and but Jeff's maybe an adult. in the movie Annie will no longer be a baby. Allison Bree's like thirty, so I feel like at this point she's older than thirty. <laughs> I think she's probably like thirty-five. Shit, yeah, that's that's fine though. We get a little bit of them playing uh, a celebrity. And this is one of the things that, again, did the episode need this? No. Am I glad that it's here? Yeah, I think it's really funny watching the Dean. It's really cute to see the Dean, like, play <laughs> around with everybody
1: and kind of be included. Especially after feeling like nobody respected him and wanted to be around him anymore now that Frankie was there. Like, it's nice that he feels, like, back in the fold. And honestly, this episode is probably the best, like,
0: group outing we've gotten since they've kind of found this new version of the study group. And as a penultimate episode, it works really well because it's just an episode where we let all of them be in the same room for most of the episode, and they just cause, like, chaos wherever they go. And Mm. I think it works really well. Chang trying to do Christian Slater, but just does Jack Nicholson again because he's just copying (laughs) what everyone else is doing. (laughs) They waste all this time playing this game and they think they have hours to play it and then they realize that they didn't pad the time in the way they thought they did and they're all going to be late for the wedding. Also, I
1: wrote this but I forgot to say it. Um, Britta's Aubrey Plaza one was so funny. Yeah, it was pretty
0: funny. So everyone panic, scatters to get ready for the wedding. (laughs) They're late. Everyone's just running around. I like the Deansel thing of like, Jeff, we're driving together. It's all been settled. Jeff's driving with me. No, I'm not. Yeah, you're riding with me. And then Chang being left home alone is one of the funniest non-sequiturs. I'm home alone! It's so funny.
1: (laughs) This is a great Chang episode. It's so good. Okay. (laughs) Abed, you too. Oh, yeah.
0: That's also funny, too, the way that they play with the camera. Jeff mm-hmm. slams the door in Abed's face, but remembers that he needs to come, too. Now we cut to the wedding, an outdoor wedding setup. They're actually going outside. And Todd gives... Todd, why is Todd the one who... Why
1: is, is it Todd?
0: Why is Todd <laughs> the one who's... what? What's the word? Officiating their wedding. Mm-hmm. And every time we see Todd, we just learn more stuff about how unhinged he is. Todd thinks he's God. And not and 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 to make sure that nobody thinks he's
1: crazy for thinking that he also wants everyone to think that anyone could be God. Anyone can be God. Um, you know, I almost officiated a wedding, Zach. Really? Yeah, I was like gonna get online ordained and everything. How'd that go? Uh, they broke up because she cheated on him with her now wife.
0: <laughs>
1: Yikes! <laughs> yeah, it was gonna messy. do theirs. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't ask me.
0: I think it's really funny as Todd is saying all of this weird shit that, that Eric and, or sorry, the Garrett and, and Sarah? What's her name? Stacy, you Stacey. piece of shit. That Garrett and Stacy don't break eye contact and they just continue to look <laughs> lovingly at each other while Todd just unhinges in front of everyone. <laughs> it's likely that I'm not God, but I think it's totally out of line to take that possibility off the table. <laughs> Garrett and Stacy extend their vows. Uh not a lot to say here other than that uh Garrett like isn't happy with Stacy's vows and kind of like judges them in front of everyone yeah. and it's I don't know I think it's so funny
1: the the complex that Garrett seems to have for himself. Yeah. I know I may seem complete. Everyone laughs. Somebody laughed somebody the wrong laughed way at, at that. Somebody laughed in the wrong way. <laughs> not, he's not upset that somebody laughed or that anybody laughed. He's
0: upset yeah. that one person laughed, laughed in a way in that felt way.
1: jeering to him. Mm-hmm. You were my body and my soul. That's beautiful.
0: I also just absolutely love that this wedding is mostly filled with their family, and they're mm-hmm. still getting heckled. Yeah. <laughs> and then everyone gets mad at the study group, rightfully so, here in a little bit. But it's not like the rest of the crowd wasn't also being unruly. Yeah, So in the middle of Garrett's vows, the study group stumbles in and and really makes a a, a day out of it, really makes a scene out of themselves. And this is just awful behavior Mm -hmm. to show up late to any type of thing. Like if someone is performing and you walk in late, it's just so uncomfortable and so entitled. And I I don't remember if I said this on the podcast or not or if we were just talking, but I think this is one of the best – the study group are unaware of how self-centered episodes.
1: Oh, you uh, said it.
0: I did. Well, I, I said so. it, but did I, did I say it on the podcast? Yeah. Well, I just think this is one of the best examples of that because... Well, I think this
1: is one of the best examples of when the study group's really unaware of just yeah. how like awful they are. Episodes. You know what I mean? Do you agree with that statement? How do you feel about that, Zach? Do you share that sentiment? I feel like if I said it, if I said it, it'd sound better than that. But sure,
0: (laughs) I I think it's really great because you we've all been to weddings and obviously they're not heightened like this, but they display some very real behavior out of how people act Mm -hmm. at weddings. And it's really annoying and it's really satisfying to see them get called out on it. And then at this point in the show, it's equally funny to watch them be like, no, we're actually the best. And I I think it's I think it's really good. Chang falling over the bush is hilarious. The line that Stacy says, Garrett, since we've met, you've felt so familiar. (laughs) Notice the prefix family. (laughs) (laughs) I really love that Garrett has notes for his wife's vows. They say their I do's. They kiss. The wedding goes off without a hitch other than the study group being (laughs) quiet. Quite annoying. This is when Chang's chair snaps and everyone laughs at it right as the kiss is about to happen. And people are just loudly laughing at what happened to Chang while they're clapping for the kissing couple. And Garrett's, and, and so angry. Garrett's stare, he's seething. Daggers. Now we're at kind of the main part of the episode, which is the party after the wedding. And the study group come in to wreak their wedding faux pas havoc on the party this part was weird when they all started calling each other racist for a second that's mm-hmm. one of the couple of jokes that didn't work did you pick up on this
1: yeah i didn't really understand why they were saying that he because he called them barrett yeah but and then, then someone used a russian accent no 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 uh elroy goes
0: me say wrong name and then someone says, that's racist. And then someone else says, that's racist. And then the Frankie says, everyone from
1: here to there is racist. And I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. You know, like, why? Why? Because racism's funny, Zachary. Weren't you in 2015? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was pretty funny then.
0: <laughs> Garrett's mom, I think, makes a great impression in this episode. Mm-hmm. She shows up to, uh, since she's an outsider and she really cares and for a second like it makes us remember that these are real people this is a real wedding and she pretty kindly tells the study group like gain a little perspective is great to say that gain a little Mm -hmm. perspective before you ruin this night for some really great people (laughs) she's genuinely concerned that garrett will kill himself if not everything goes according to plan but when you're the like worst people ever at a wedding, yeah, or, like I'm sure we've had times you and me where like someone's like shushed us or something, and they're right to be doing it. But then oh, as yeah. soon as they leave, we're like, that I guy, that
1: bitch, let's be louder. Yeah, I mean, you and I were at a children's amusement park, <laughs> misbehaving. It's not my fault. I took a nap on the bean ride. So the study group. Gather the bean
0: (laughs) The study group gather together and decide they're going to prove that they're not the worst wedding guests. They're the best wedding guests. And we get a really satisfying montage of how different study group members uh, attempt to be good wedding guests. It's cute seeing Britta like her Mm -hmm. little awkward dance moves as she's trying to like integrate herself with the rest of the people at the wedding. I feel like that's really relatable. And then as the drinks fly (laughs) and as the dancing continues, she just gets more and more comfortable. Well,
1: because there's also always that person at every wedding that takes off their shoes and, like, tries to dance with everyone but doesn't know what they're doing. So they move really big and end up knocking into stuff. But they're having a great time, so it's okay. What is there to say about... Oh God, One,
0: I, Elroy's not my favorite season six character. I don't think they've always known the best way to incorporate him. Mm-hmm. I don't think they've always had the best grasp of who this character is. And yeah. that doesn't exactly change here, but it just shows how A plus superstar of a performer that Keith David is that you don't care. It's that voice in that face saying some really, really funny lines mm-hmm. in this moment. And all of a sudden, Elroy feels like as as integral of a character as any of them in this moment. Yeah. He shows that he can be the funniest part of an episode, by mm-hmm. far. The funniest part of a very funny episode, Of a very too. funny
1: episode. What do you think about this? What are your favorite parts? I think it's so funny. I just... I think the funniest part is him explaining, like, why it works. He's like, white people are not not very confident, secretly. So (laughs) when you tell them that what they're doing is good, they love it. And it is, this is the type of thing that feels like they actually
0: had a a black guy or something on their writer's staff. Because Mm -hmm. I think when you're at a wedding and you're, like, a business class white guy that's all, like, not very relaxed... Yeah. If there's like a cool silver throat voice black mm-hmm. guy in the room that says, you're good at this. Yeah. That's all you need. All of the weight falls off your shoulders.
1: Zach. And maybe I can dance. I know you're about to tell me that that's you. The way I do this, so, so I'm like, all right, tear it up then. Or like throw that for like anyone doing anything. I don't know why I do it, but it's, I do it like constantly.
0: Well, Steven, I don't know what this two and a half years of podcasting has been if not a black man making a white man feel comfortable about it and feel encouraged.
1: That's quite literally what you do on this show.
0: Oh, You're my
1: hype man. I feel like that's just like my, my job, my occupation. I do that. All right, Greg, looking good with the mambo. I see those hips. And seeing, like, the other
0: people, like, the old white guys that he's talking to, like, the way that their eyes light up when he says yeah. these things to them. And also the way that, like you mentioned, Elroy and his talking heads is so aware of what he's doing and it's very <laughs> strategic to the point that he's considered it an addiction that he has. Yeah. Like, a problem in his life. Do you feel like it's ever that
1: way for you that you need to not do
0: that sometimes i mean it's maybe part of the me. reason why
1: i'm successful at my job legitimately when i tell a 56 year old white woman that her hips are on fire she loves it
0: how I'm many like, times, i see those hips moving how many times does a few too many encouraging hip comments lead to to granny coming home with you that night almost never it's funny. There's a lot of truth to this, and that's what makes it so funny. And Keith David is just a tenacious performer. It's cool to see his comedic chops here because that's not often the muscle that he gets to flex in things. And he's so funny. This man knows what he's doing. This, <laughs> this man, man knows, knows exactly
1: what he's doing. <laughs> it really doesn't matter what for. I never said anything untrue. The thing is, and this will sound racist. <laughs>
0: White people white are, people are very, discouraged. very discouraged. Can I? I would like to have this thing, though. Do you think the way that media and the landscape has changed that this bit about encouraging white people would not be quite as funny if it came out today? I think it would be just as funny if it came out today. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. It kind of, Lily and I have been rewatching Atlanta from the beginning, and -hmm. it reminds me of the episode from the first season where they go to the Juneteenth party, and it's like the guy that's just obsessed with black people and like Africa,
1: and this is like the opposite of that. I don't know if you've ever met anybody like that guy from that episode, but I have met a few people that are exactly that character from that Atlanta episode, and it's goddamn terrifying. I think less that I've met people like that,
0: and it's... I'm, like, so scared of ever coming off that way because I consider myself supportive, but I would never, Mm -hmm. ever want to come off like
1: I'm... You mean you didn't throw a Juneteenth party this year, Zach, and invite all your black friends? You should have. That'd be fun. Uh, (laughs) It'd just be me, but... I'm sure I could scope through
0: my Facebook friends list and find my them. mom. <laughs> She's come, I hear your your siblings are a maybe. <laughs> maybe they know some people. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, but that's not because I don't have
1: black friends. That's because I don't have friends. <laughs> <laughs> that's the difference. Yeah, it's not racist if there's not any white ones either. It's so funny
0: watching Elroy uh, talk up Garrett and his wife while they're already fighting over how they scoop wedding food onto plates. Oh, my God. The way (laughs) he fixes their problem and gets them loving each other and then winks
1: charmingly into the camera. So funny. But that's the danger, Zach. Why'd I stop? Same as anything that makes you feel good. If you don't put a lid on it. Him... Ooh... Him with
0: somehow somehow Elroy got to the point where he has a microphone. He's got one of the white guys that he's encouraging on the dance floor with everyone surrounding, looking while he's sitting down in a chair and Elroy singing a song about how cool his pants and are. And the
1: entire room is eating
0: it up. It was funny on the commentary because it was before Dan had gotten like audience reaction from the episode, mm-hmm. right? And during this part, he was like. You know, this was kind of just an excuse to get Keith David to sing a little bit. Maybe we shouldn't have done it. Maybe it's not that funny, but it is. It's, it's hilarious so funny. There's no lid. <laughs> Here, let's talk about this scene. Frankie and Annie are are talking about Garrett's family, the they're they're putting some dropping some mm-hmm. hints about Aunt Polly and Mima being ninety years old, and uh, Annie gave one of them attention but not the other, and how that might yeah. be a problem. Kind of setting some seeds, but really the thing here is that Annie uh, always needs something to do. Is that what's going on? That she can't like just she always relax has to be helping
1: fun? somebody to feel useful.
0: And Frankie's and it, coming from Frankie, who is also one of those high strung mm-hmm. people, you know it. It, 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 there must be a problem if Frankie is like. I think you need to relax a little.
1: Well, because Jeff also earlier like was talking about Annie and said she always has to like she has to feel right. useful, and then she comes and hands him a right glass of of a My brown liquor. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so what exactly is the? I'm a little bit confused. What As exactly... to why
1: Frankie said, like says something about it? Or just what the Jeff Annie angle is here. I don't feel like there's much of a... Well, because she's like, that guy needs help. And then like stares off into the space longingly. Because she longs to help him and to feel useful to him. But I feel like the point that this scene is making is that that's what just Annie does.
0: Yeah, but it's not a good thing. It's not good behavior. But I just think that it's a little bit of a stretch to all of a sudden be like, oh no, this is about how she feels about Jeff.
1: Well, it is. She wants to help him. Doesn't mean anywhere that she's in love with him. Right. But he takes advantage of the fact that she needs to be needed. Right, sure. And I think it's
0: really funny how, uh, kind of how in other episodes, Frankie has been able to work with Abed in a way that other people can't, like in the Mm -hmm. RV episode. that, That... Frankie knows that Annie needs a task. So yeah. if she gives Annie a task that it'll keep her distracted for a while and help out. So she sends her off to make a list of dragon names. Yes. I like the line when Frankie is talking to Abed cuz she kind of like gives mm-hmm. a little bit of what she's really thinking away to the camera and is worried that people are going to see it. But what this is for Abed isn't as a, a a project to show to people. It's he says it's like him knitting. It's like knitting for him but less tiring. It's yeah. like a a it's just his hobby, and it's how he calms himself down, and I well, think that's yeah, cute. Yeah, in the
1: first episode, it's really talks about like how it's a lens for Abed to communicate with people through, because he's more comfortable and there's a camera between Right. Them. We've gone through Annie's funny list of dragon names.
0: Some solid ones in there. She did mm-hmm. a good
1: job. I like Jude Claw a lot. So now we
0: we meet Bones... Uh, Bones is here to give the best man speech, but he's like fighting his way into the wedding, so he will not be allowed to stay. I just think it's so funny that it's just Eric with sunglasses and an army jacket on.
1: <laughs> like that Chang comes <laughs> escorts him out.
0: So this is how Jeff ends up getting the job of being the new best man since it won't be Bones, and the study group have all been doing their work to become the 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 best guests at the wedding from the worst guests of the wedding. And Jeff is really pumped about his wedding speech and how he's going to blow everyone out of the water and prove how awesome they are. And he gets that great, damn, I love myself line. (laughs) Uh, This reminds me a lot of the episode I just recently talked about over on the Hop Ons podcast. It was the Shirley wedding episode where Jeff had so much trouble uh, coming up with a speech for them. Yeah. And one of my problems with that episode was like, Jeff ended up, like, when it was time for him to give a speech, like, cried about his daddy issues in front of everybody. And mm-hmm. Jeff is one of those guys that prides himself so much on how good at words he he is. Why could he not have just been a good friend and made up a bullshit speech for Shirley's wedding, even if he didn't believe it? Because you yeah. see here, when it's for this thing and it's to make himself look good, he has no problem doing it. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Stacy's friend that gives a speech? It
1: feels very real to, like you That's mentioned, very when real. people are handed yeah. the microphone at a wedding. Who should not be? Because um, I feel like there's there's only a few types of like best man made of honor toast. There's the really sweet one where you tell a bunch of like personal stories that no one else can relate to. Mm-hmm. There's the I looked up online best man speeches and I'm trying to be funny, but none of the jokes apply, so they're really bad. There's the, I'm terrified of public speaking, so I'm reading from either a very sweaty piece of paper or notes on my phone and haven't looked up once. Or there's the the more Jeff style, I'm a natural performer, I know everyone here, I'm going to make some good jokes, I'm going to knock it out of the park, and probably going to sleep with one of the bridesmaids later.
0: <laughs> yeah, for real. I'm yeah. surprised
1: Jeff didn't walk away with Stacy's friend.
0: well after he shat on her and made her f***ing cry that's true Garrett's reaction when the friend says don't let Garrett keep you from painting he's like what why would I keep her from painting and we also missed how like when it cuts to the friend giving the speech and she's like and that was Stacy's first time but not for
1: long right Garrett not her last (laughs)
0: Jeff comes up to give his speech and he gives he gives the friend like the eyes of like I'm about to demolish your speech. Yeah. <laughs> let's 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 see how this goes. Good thing you opened for me. Thanks for warming him up. <laughs> uh and Jeff's speech starts out really nice. Uh when he well not nice for it gets nice in a second. First it's just mm-hmm. mean and he's just toasting people at the wedding, which is something that happens pretty often. Yeah. Do you think he goes too far?
1: Definitely on the friend who he doesn't know. Yeah, he really just lays in, this girl's a wreck. That was tough. Well, but that's the thing is, is uh, Britta's like, he's being too mean, and, and the dean's like, no, no, no. Andy was he's... a bummer. <laughs> they, they need this. <laughs> Jeff pulls a pretty good speech idea to uh,
0: prey on the thought that, you know, a wedding is like the, the combining of two families. Mm-hmm. And he decides to use his speech to show that they're good wedding guests and they've been learning about the people they're with and also to make unexpected connections between the two families' members or, or the people each family ha- ha- has brought together, like chiropractors and stuff like that. <laughs> and I just think it's a really, really funny way to inch towards the reveal without being too hammy. Yeah. Because it makes sense. It all makes sense that Jeff would be like, well, I'm going to prove that we're good wedding guests because I'm
1: going to prove I met all of these people. Well, that's the stuff thing is them. Jeff didn't even meet them. Jeff literally had a notepad and was getting the yep. info from the whole study group so he could go out here and like knock it out of the park. Right. Which he was about to. 90 well, he does years the classic
0: young. thing of like the old people always like to be called attention to. Mm-hmm. I like when he says 90 years young and it cuts to the old lady in the wheelchair just asleep. So Jeff is trying to bring up the the oldest matriarch of both sides of of both families to to come together, and only one person comes forward, and and there's a moment of confusion where you think <laughs> maybe the other one is is still out there somewhere, and we haven't found her yet, nobody's seen her. Where is Mima? And we <laughs> learned that Aunt Polly and Mima are are one and the same. <laughs> Do you think it's too much of a stretch that not a single person in this family knows that they're related to the other side? No, not a stretch at all. I think they do a good job of showing that the family is so, uh, I don't know, it doesn't seem like the family is very connected. Zach, I know people
1: who were like first or second cousins that were like great friends growing up forever had no idea ever that they were that closely related but how did they
0: find out at a family get-together when they noticed the other person was there no after the families have been together i I just feel what, what i'm trying to say is that even that stuff happens but when you're in a relationship like this and you're getting married and you bring all of the family to an event you don't think one great aunt would be like that's
1: my sister over there no She's old. All her sisters are dead. Okay. All that's alive are her kids, and you know, because that's Garrett's great aunt, right? So his his grandma's sister, his grandma might be dead, and so he just knows that's his great aunt Polly. They're not super close. Okay. You know. Okay. This is this is very believable, Zach.
0: I think we're from a
1: small town in Indiana. (laughs) Cousins all the time. We're all cousins. Yeah, I
0: think they pull it off. I was just asking if it could actually happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think you can have even closer relations than this and not know. Jeff hasn't, like, I don't know. He is trying to make a joke and is like, oh, maybe this family is a lot closer than we thought. But I don't think he quite knows that that's literally No, what he thinks it is it's yet. a joke. He's like, yeah. where's the
1: other old lady? <laughs> the way but he nobody turns else smiling. Is laughing.
0: Everyone else is picking up on what's going down. I And this the was most hilarious. iconic moment of the episode, the, maybe the most iconic moment of season six, such a good moment. The way Garrett and Stacy look at each other like, Jesus Christ, did you know? <laughs> and then Garrett's mom faints and Todd has a really awkward <laughs> face because he catches her
1: as she falls. Well, you don't fall on God. Maybe God. No, you can, fa- you can always fall on God. You can fall on Jesus.
0: Okay, so there's a commercial, and now the party's gotten a lot more awkward. People are drinking, and everyone's just kind of waiting to figure out what's gonna happen here. While Garrett and Stacy talk about their situation, and the study group kind of have their moment when they all have to
1: come to terms with they really did this wedding up. I I I don't think that Britta's Hitler joke's the funniest thing, but I do think it's really funny. The dean's when, default analogy joke. Yeah, well, and the dean's like. You know, we we were all f***ing stuff up. You could take the night off, like. Yeah. We're all the worst, yeah.
0: <laughs> and really, Britta's got a good point. She mm-hmm. has not been the one causing. She was problems. just dancing. She like had fun, and maybe she was that one person at the wedding that tries to make everyone dance with her. But that's not a necessarily a bad, bad thing. thing. Yeah, and I like this idea. Britta is not the worst. Maybe she's only the worst when she's stuck with this group. And of it's course, true. that like leads to everyone thinking well if that's true then it must be true of me too and yeah. the Dean's so funny when I was a good Dean before you guys you can't disprove it <laughs> Elroy saying I relapsed because of you guys and everyone being like whoa and he'd be like it's not a big deal white people problem <laughs> and then I love I like this group. Chang it's so sweet oh, it's- such a wholesome moment I'm at my best when I'm with you guys and I think we have seen things to prove that that's not true but certainly season 6 Chang is unhinged, sure, but seems yeah. to be making a lot of progress. Oh, a great amount. He's trying, and Chang being like, "I think we're all great together." Is when Jeff's like, "Okay, that's <laughs> it. Let's never speak again. Several calves. Let's. We need to stop being together." You know what? This is, and Maybe I'm thinking about this because we're getting so near the end of the series, but I think this is an important episode, actually, to show how far Jeff has come about the idea of being part of a group family yeah. situation like this. It makes me think of the first Halloween episode when he tries to hide from them at the party and is so embarrassed when they follow him when he's trying to flirt with Professor Slater, Yeah, and he doesn't want to be the, the center of this family anymore. I think it's... Even though this show isn't about stuff like that most of the time, that work is there. Jeff has come a long way from the guy that Mm -hmm. we met or even the the guy from seasons three and five. Yeah. This is so funny. Garrett takes the stage and tells people what's going to be happening. There won't be any dancing. There won't be any cake. There won't be any Homer Simpson surprises. (laughs) But Chang, even though he's made all this progress, he still has no problem being the person to ask what everybody's thinking. Uh, I like when Garrett's like, have fun, guys, leave. Cheng, he's not going to leave this wedding without knowing if the cousins are going to stay married or not. (laughs) Everyone's sitting around waiting to hear what's going to happen. And I think Ken has great delivery in the last couple minutes of this Mm -hmm. episode. I think it's so funny that he just yells across the room, what are you going to (laughs) do? Are Are you going to stay married? married? And we learn that uh, Garrett and his sib wife, (laughs) <laughs> Not said, but you know what I mean cousin wife yeah. that they found out that it's legal for them to stay married, but after discussing with their families, they think the right thing to do is is annul the marriage and Chang shows up to give a powerhouse speech explaining why it's fine and and the the cousins should get to stay married. just let just let the cousins get married. <laughs> Come on, just let them get married. I just think even though it's obviously... And the end tag is what what points to that they're aware of this. It's yeah. a little problematic to suggest that we can just encourage the incestuous couple if it makes them happy. But at the same time, like, the, the, the message that Chang gives to Garrett of, like... It's really sweet. It's you versus the world. You're gonna lose versus the world. Do you guys love each other? Make it work. Yeah. A couple funny things here. When... Someone yells at Chang. Let him finish. He's like, they, He's, they were letting. They me were letting finish. me finish. And then when he asks both of the couple, Garrett, who loves you more than Stacy does? Nobody. Nobody. Stacy, is it your fault, Garrett's your cousin? No. <laughs> <laughs> is anybody gonna make less fun of these two or be better friends to them, no matter what they do? Their In family the surrounding room, them. No. 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 <laughs> And this is such a great community episode because all of this is so bizarre and, and, and left of center. And it's still sweet that Chang is telling them to find each other and to love each other. Well, and, and of course,
1: Chang's the only person unhinged enough here to be like, who gives a shit that you're cousins? You're like, weird you're, already. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to change nothing. And it's a genuinely sweet
0: slash f***ed up moment. Garrett <laughs> proposes to Stacy. Will you be my legally incestuous wife? Yes. Everyone, stay and eat cake, or, or go, go to, to hell. hell. <laughs> and then the party really starts. I did it.
1: This did is all it. about all me.
0: Shang hugging Elroy. I didn't think I could do it, but I did it. <laughs> Nobody's really giving it to him. <laughs> And the happy couple cuts their cake. Garrett,
1: look up. Chin up, Garrett. Come on, chin up. (laughs) I really love how,
0: obviously, this ends with the study group not having learned anything, Mm -hmm. but they don't really – It's one of those episodes where they don't put a pin on it, and I like it. There have been a lot of episodes this season where they're all like, let's just hug at the end, and it's been kind of annoying. I think it works that now they are the heroes of the wedding, so in the photos of Garrett and his wife cutting their cake, they are right there on focus. Um, And (laughs) the last shot before the end tag, we see the happy couple dancing, and then we see the happy, like, super codependent. Septuple hive of study group the monster that they've become (laughs) dancing the night away loving each other and one last annie jims the camera like see we're the good guys but they're not and that's the end of the episode jesus
1: i love this episode it's so funny it's so so funny bizarre it's
0: so community
1: truly it's like it felt like a community episode but just like elevated i think Mm -hmm. it's so good I I truly love this episode, Zach. It is I do too. Instantly catapulted into one of my favorites. You of say the show. you said
0: earlier, not even in discussion of where it ranks within the season, but where it ranks within the series. Yeah, I don't know a hundred percent that this is my number one of the twelve season six episodes we've done so far,
1: but I think it very well might be. I think it probably is for me. It's close with the last two, but I I like this one quite a bit. Yeah.
0: The end tag. Also really funny, season six just gets weirder and weirder with the end tags. And I won't spoil anything, but the end tag for the series finale is a mind Wow. F-. So I'm excited for you to see that and react to it. What do you think about Briggs Hatton, the writer of Community, as played by Matt Gourley, uh, explaining why incest isn't so bad? I <laughs> think that's really
1: funny. I think it it's hilarious. Really the little Yahoo piece of paper on the wall behind to show that... Like, yeah. <laughs> so we learned that Briggs Hatton, the writer, who has been a writer's assistant, he
0: finally gets tasked with this episode, and he really has been learning a lot about incest lately. And
1: The New and York how... Times said in 2004 that there really aren't that many, there's not first a high effects. possibility yeah. of genetic defects of first cousins having children. It's a quote directly from the New York Times. But despite the scientific fact, state laws <laughs> on incest remain inconsistent and
0: woefully outdated. I don't know. It's really funny. There's not a lot yeah. to say about your... It's just a super meta community moment that works really well. From, like, the fake writer's room with fake Dan Harmon with fake With the Briggs fake Hatton. story circle on Have the... You, can you see what's on here? To save Greendale or not to save Greendale? That is the question, is one of them. <laughs> I see uh, one that says City
1: College something, ransom for City College Dean.
0: demands ransom for Dean. Then it's says returns, Troy Returns for Pierce. Pierce. Then next to that it what's says... What's the top
1: left say? Free the... It says, are these
0: clues for 613? Top left. Uh, it's saying, are these clues for 613, which is next week's series finale? Oh, so that's it's funny. saying, are these hints on the story circle a
1: clue for next week? It's not. Uh. <laughs> None of that happens. Nice. And identify myself as writer. Look, I'm not
0: trying to tell you how to feel about incest. I'm just letting you know there's more to it than you've been told. <laughs> I'm Briggs Greenhatten. I wrote the Community season six incest episode. <laughs> Good night. Good night. That's so the end of the funny. episode. What a great episode. Even though it's not very final, I think it works really, really well as a as a penultimate episode of the series because it really focuses Agreed. on the study group as a whole one more time before. You know, we get kind of, are they going to go their separate ways or not next week? Uh, So that being said, in this pretty group heavy episode, I feel like there's an easy answer for MVP based on the memes of this episode. Mm -hmm. But is that the direction you've gone
1: or is is your answer a little more complicated? So I've been stuck for most of the day on Mm -hmm. between two people. I'm going to give one honorable mention to neither of them. I want to give honorable mentions to. Uh, I think Annie is great in this episode. I think mm-hmm. Chang's great in this episode. Um, I was really going back and forth between Garrett and Elroy. I think they're sure. equally funny in this episode. Um, I am going to give it to Elroy. Okay. Only because That's I think fine. that his. Well he just i think they're equally as funny i actually he steals think Garrett's a lot of the funny. screen time but he gets more screen time with it so i gotta give him a few more points for that but i think garrett deserves it just as much if I, if I were one of those sons of bitches who gives it to two people at a time i would give it to garrett as well but i gotta give it to elroy this week i get why this
0: is the elroy episode so mm-hmm. it's a good one to give it to him because who knows if they're all i mean this is the one episode this is the yeah this is him um, I'm gonna give two honorable mentions my honorable mentions are gonna be Garrett who I think is so mm-hmm. f-ing funny But I've got to keep in mind the tallies and Garrett's not gonna win any season tallies. now
1: See don't do that the Zach tallies. give it to who you deserves think it about the tallies You're skewing the, tallies. the results now, Again, uh, my rescuing. result
0: is My result is is decidedly not to do with that because I don't think it, it's someone who's going to win a season one. But Garrett's going to be my runner-up. I think Eric is phenomenal in this episode mm-hmm. and shows that they should have been giving him more screen time all this time because he can really handle it more than just a one-liner every now and then. Mm-hmm. Uh, my other honorable mention is going to be Elroy because oh boy. Like it's a really funny scene, but I still kind of feel like I like it because Keith David, not because Elroy, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my MVP's Chang. I I, think that's a great choice. A great Chang episode. I think this episode shows the progress and lack thereof that Chang has made over mm-hmm. the years. Moments like, I like you guys. I feel like I'm my best when I'm with you. And yeah. then the powerhouse speech that he gives at the end to bring it all together. After Jeff fucks up a winger speech, Chang
1: Chang's his way through Chang a winger speech. does it, yeah. It's going to be Chang for me this week. I think that's a great choice. What a good episode. What a great episode, Steven. So, so good. All right,
0: we've done it, and let's talk about it uh, next week. We will be back with the fourth and final installment of America's Next Top Zach and Steven Rewatch Podcast. Very exciting. <laughs> You're going to find out what the fourth show is, and then on October 18th, Tuesday, The poll launches where on our Twitter, at YouCandicePod, you'll be able to vote between the four shows for a full week to decide, decidedly, what show we will be doing next year once we finish Community. Also, look forward to that same week, an extra little episode of this podcast dropping where we may or may not be doing an interview with someone who knows Well, how should I say this? We will be doing an interview. Who knows
1: a thing or two about community. Yes,
0: it's us. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to be getting a bonus episode where we are going to be doing a super exclusive interview with one of the people working on the community movie. Yeah. We're going to get to ask questions about this movie really early on in the process. Mm -hmm. And I'm very excited for
1: that. So stay tuned for that.
0: Steven, as we're wrapping up here, where can the people find us?
1: Uh, If you want to crash our wedding... You can get all the deets, the save the dates, over on Twitter, uh, over at You Can't Disappoint. We're also over on Instagram. Make sure you check our stories there to see us drunkenly dancing the night away. Yeah, uh, you know, together as we celebrate our our upcoming nuptials. <laughs> uh, we're the Can't Disappoint Podcast over there. Uh, go ahead and follow us on YouTube and add us on Facebook under the whole name of the show. You can't disappoint a podcast for videos. Um, when we do interviews, we sometimes do videos, so the video will. Be there if you want to see us talking to who we're talking to which i'm sure you will uh so yeah stay tuned over there
0: and finally of course if you like what we do here and you want to help us take it a little further patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast is the place for that for as little as five dollars a month you get this podcast a full week early every week you'll be getting that exclusive interview as soon as it's done uh, before anybody else does. Uh, in fact, if you're a patron and you watch the pre-show we just did today, you already know who we're interviewing, so that's it's pretty exciting. So go check that out. Brokeback Bebop is coming back for its last stretch of podcasts. A lot of fun on the Patreon. Go check it out. And to wrap this up for the penultimate time, from inside our incestuous love hive, Black Lives <laughs> Matter, uh, uh, you, we need to take a second look at those incest laws. I'm Zach I'm Steven we love you very very much I hope that comes through strong and we'll see you next week
1: goodbye spring is here the
2: sky is blue Whoa.